0: Quote, Alfred Pennyworth, played by the great Jeremy Irons. One misses when one's biggest concerns were exploding wind up penguins. I'm right there with you, Alfred, all the way. We are Nerd Out. We are back. And it is an absolute pleasure to be here to talk with you about all things nerdy that are online, on the screen, on TV, and are on your consciousness. I'm Rob Lloyd, and it is a pleasure to be here again for the first time in a long time with Jen Spears. How are you doing? I'm
1: well. I'm well. How are you?
0: I am tired, exhausted, happy, and a little bit punch drunk.
1: (laughs) It's been so long, I forgot what you you both looked like.
0: I know, I know. I wanted to come up and touch both of your faces, but, you know, I respect you as individuals and I want consent before I touch faces. How are you, Sandro Felcher? Yeah, good, good. Good. Are you sure about that? Didn't sleep last night. Yeah,
1: we're all a little bit, like, (laughs) a bit slow on the uptake.
2: (laughs) Oh, Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to you know, be a good one,
0: though. It's going to be a great one. It's been a long time between drinks, but uh, we're all back here. So yeah. we're
1: I gonna- drank a lot of cocktails last night, so not that long. <laughs> Whoa, what were you I'm celebrating last night? Nothing. I don't drink very much. Right. But, um, our housemate decided he wanted to try out some new cocktail recipes. So I got roped in, and they were good because they didn't taste like alcohol. And that's the problem, you see. Ah, that's <laughs> I the love thing. a mocktail. I love a lemon lime bitters. I love a juice. I was like, taste great. Drink, 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 drink. I feel pretty good considering so, yeah. I mm-hmm. so don't, don't drink, and I drank six cocktails in about four hours. You
0: hold up very well. I, I would know. be under the table now yeah, going, I'm pretty, don't look at I just at wanted me.
1: to let you all know. I'm pretty proud of myself.
0: Well, as you should be. Look at you, you smug bastard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what have you been up to, anyway, Sandra? What have you been um, doing to keep you so wide-eyed and bushy-tailed?
2: So many concerts. Oh, it's concert concerts. season. Oh, my God. You're both so young. And just look go under them. I don't even drink at gigs. I don't know why I'm feeling
0: that. No, like but it's... you're actually going out of the house and doing the concert thing. You're just, you're with flatmates going, let's just do a night of making cocktails. You know what I did last night? I had my gay friends around and me and Caitlin and my gay friends played board games. How <laughs> you old You see,
1: it's a rarity for me. Normally my fr- <laughs> uh, Saturday night In includes Surrey sitting on the bed reading a book yeah. <laughs> with a cup mm-hmm. of tea. Mm-hmm. So so. I don't do concerts all that much anymore. I'm yeah. A bad back. I can't stand up for yeah, more than sort of to. like 10 minutes. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. I've just, there's a lot Lot of stuff going on at the moment, so I thought I check them out. Yeah, didn't cool. realize they were only one in one weekend though. No, oh, so yeah, probably yeah. wasn't. Oh, it's that uh,
0: time bro. of the time of your life where everyone's turning twenty-one and all the concerts are on at the same time. Shut <laughs> up, <right>? Rob. <laughs> so there's been a lot going on. It's been a long time. We are here finally to talk about Justice League, the movie. Much like the movie itself, we had many false starts <laughs> hey. to get to this podcast. <laughs> yes, yep. We actually, Good uh, work. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. you, thank you for that one. <laughs> Do I get, I'll get a high five so just high with yourself. Rob. So we're going to talk about Justice League, but before we do, we are going to answer the age-old question that we ask every single podcast, what have we been consuming lately? Jen, what have you been consuming in your mind grapes?
1: In my mind grapes, um, <laughs> I smashed out four books since we last spoke.
0: Oh, laddie, dee da um, it appears we've got ourselves no. a reader.
1: Apparently so. <laughs> um, I'll give you an idea of the the, the titles um, but I will just review the one. Um, so I read the new John Green novel, Turtles All the Way Down. It was fine. I like John Green.
0: It now, w- I'm fully aware of the fact that your version of fine is not fine.
1: Okay, so this was fine with it. It was fine. I, okay. I enjoyed okay, it. I okay. smashed it out in a couple of sittings, so, um, couldn't so was it couldn't so be bad. So it was young. like a schmear, yep. not a schmear. Young adult novel. I gave it three stars on Goodreads, so whatever that <laughs> equates to in our rating system. Goodreads. Um, I also read uh, Carrie Fisher's uh, autobiography, *The Princess Diarist*. Um, I don't think I'll get too much into that. It was, it was, good to hear her stories about uh, filming Star Wars, but I didn't really like the way it was written. Um, I'm. I'm Not talking badly about it, you know. Everyone's like, "Well, you can't say bad things about people after they <laughs> die." But I didn't. I found the writing a bit jarring, so um, I don't think that needs any more time. Okay. Um, but the book that I'm going to talk about is called "A Closed and Common Orbit" by Becky Chambers. It's book number two of a soon-to-be three-book series Ooh. called the Wayfarer series, um, which is oh, the yeah. name of the ship that the first book is set on. That's it's cool. a sci-fi. Um, give you a bit of context. The first book is set on a spaceship. It's called a tunneling ship. So they uh, punch holes in the universe to enable you to hop between tunnels to get to different places nice. across, across the universe. Um, on this ship, there is run by an AI, um, a captain who's human. Um, at this point, humans have been off world, off Earth for many a, a long time. Most <laughs> people's ancestors are from Mars. Um, <laughs> Long, story short, things happen um, at the end of the book, the AI who runs the ship is damaged, um, so they have to reset her. and the risk of resetting is that she'll come back as uh, standard settings, whereas uh, she's over the years has created this relationship with one of the with one of the uh, crew members who then wanted to put her into a body kit and essentially, which well, is illegal in this universe and essentially have a relationship.
0: Right. This okay. is, that's very um, uh, blade runner 2049. It is forty actually yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: very much so. So anyway, um spoiler alert. Um, the end of that book, she is reset. She comes back with her stock settings and she is no longer lovey but loveless, the AI, um, which leads into the next book where um, a, a mech tech that's helping out on the ship gives her the body kit, puts her in the body kit and takes her off uh, off the ship. They get a new AI for the ship and the, the new story starts um, and it's all about lovey learning to be in a body, yeah, not yeah, having yeah. eyes all around the ship, um, learning to be... Essentially, what looks to be a human. Wow. Um, bit of a subplot on as well is the mech tech who saved her. Her name's Pepper. And she grew up um, on a planet where humans are made for specific reasons. Hers was to sort scrap and fix it to make it useful. Um, she escapes via a ship run by an AI. So she's raised by an AI. Hmm. Hence her love for this one. So, ah. so it's you know as most books are. There's lots of different storylines and ca- characters. But what I mainly want to talk about is the universe that. Uh, Chambers creates is just stunning so both books are pretty much set on either a ship or a planet but you still have this sense of this incredibly huge universe with um creatures that are uh, there's a some sort of galactic peace that's happened like a treaty so everyone kind of gets along and on in the second book it's set on a planet called Port Coriol which is basically like everyone from every planet in the universe can come here and live, you know, together in peace and harmony, to the most part. But um, the way she approaches gender and sexuality and, like, different species and things is really progressive Mm -hmm. and and really necessary. There's a lot of queer characters, characters with one gender, two genders, no gender, Mm change gender throughout their life. Um, It's just, yeah, it's really good. I definitely recommend it if you like sci-fi because it's, like, it's... It's really, really beautiful. Awesome,
0: and- yeah, because I've been going back and watching a lot of uh, old-school Star Trek, like uh, mm. D Space Nine and yep. stuff like that, and they talk about the progressiveness of the future and stuff like that, but it's still very old-school. Mm-hmm. Like, you only have the black characters matching up with black characters. Yep. Yeah. You only have, you know, males matching up with females. Um, there's one episode in particular in D Space Nine where a former... Uh, person in Dax's life comes back who was a wife, but they explain it is when Dax was in a a male form, this was Mm. his wife. yep. And so they have this. So it's all justified in a very, you know, heterosexual type of monotonous way. That fluidity of sexuality and stuff like that was still very old school. Yeah, she
1: she introduced it from the get-go. Like, there's no need to explain it. There's characters that are, um, there's creatures that are are referred to via um, Z and Zer pronouns. So it's, um, and...
0: Is that something she's created? Or is that something that's a part That's of, no, it's part um yeah.
1: there are certain pronouns that aren't they, them, she, him, there's like Z and Zer and Okay. I yeah. can't pronounce them very well. So X, Y, R for like her. Right. Or there. Um and that it just comes and goes, so there's one character in this one particularly who changes gender three times throughout the whole book. Um and each time it's there's no questions about it. It's just he or she, depending on that where they are in their life. Um so it's like it's it's very important, very fun, mm, um, mm. and just really, yeah. And it's her first, her first two books that she's ever written. Is this? I is believe.
0: Yeah, young adult fiction, or is this?
1: Um, I think it could be. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's pretty. Yeah. No, yeah, it could be. I think it could be young adult fiction, but um, like with most young adult fiction, adults can really get into it as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. it's they're pretty standard storylines. They're not super convoluted or anything, but okay. um.
0: That's a good thing to bring so much you know, progressive um, progressive thoughts about you know identity and sexuality and gender and stuff yep. like that and creating a whole world about it. That seems to be the main focus of it in the storyline as a way to, to guide that through. Which yeah. is a, you know, and that's yeah. what sci-fi is for, really. And, and her world building is, you know, when it comes to books like this and stuff uh, with any genre stuff, is the, the world building... You know, incorporated slowly as it goes along, or is it all he- top heavy? Or
1: um, the first book I found you were thrown in quite a lot, and they were using references to people from uh, humans from Mars are called a particular name, and I can't remember the name. and Then there's uh, humans that believe we should never have left Earth and things mm. like that. So you're thrown in with all these labels, and um, but you get you get bits of history throughout it, and yeah. so you're kind of like, oh, I guess I'll find out later what that means, mm. and then you do, yeah. Yeah. which is cool. Um, and her. Yeah. Um, mm. At first, uh, yeah, the first book t- actually took me a little while to get into um, because of that reason. But this – because I already knew the world. I was I could, you know, jump straight in. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's cool. The only thing I found is that there was – the characters from the first book were just left. And they're not even mentioned in the second wow, book. Wow. So even okay. though it's a series – I'm like I would have loved to have just just a quick like let's pop over and see what the Wayfarer mm. people are doing yeah, because yeah. that you got so invested in their stories that when they were left all of a sudden without their AI and one of whom, one of whom has been completely heartbroken take, his love of his life has been taken away from him essentially died but you don't get to find out how yeah. they're doing so maybe the third book <coughs> will yeah, do that um, okay. so that was the only little gripe I had with it was that I didn't get to see those characters again Hmm.
0: so uh, ratings do you want to give a rating
1: yeah can I give a rating for both books of course you can (laughs) you know as a as a whole don't need to ask permission this is your spot (laughs) two thumbs up as a whole this book may be less not as good as the first but um, I thought I'd talk about it because it's the one that I read recently so highly recommend Two thumbs up! Excellent, fantastic.
0: A close and common orbit. By beautifully Becky look
1: beautiful looking books as well. Mm. I am a big buy off the cover yeah. art person, um, and I saw this one last year and went, "Oh, I want to get that. It's beautiful." And then found out there was a first book,
2: mm-hmm. similar yeah. kind of. Um, Do we have a release date for the third one yet?
1: Um, Twenty eighteen, uh, I think May or so. We've got a, we've got a blurb. Fantastic, um, and, ah. a, and a, I think maybe June next year. Yeah. So. Okay.
2: I'll probably wait for that one to drop and then binge them all. That sounds great. It
1: really, yeah, really good to binge. Shh.
2: Excellent stuff. Sandro.
0: what have you been consuming?
2: Uh, I've been playing a bunch of games. Yeah. Um, I'm writing <laughs> I'm writing a couple of reviews for ImpulseGamer.com. Uh, one of them is the new Marvel Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy series. Right. It's like an okay. interactive story. Uh, that one's mostly pretty good. It's, um, I won't get too much into it, but if you like the films, it's more of a comic book approach. It, right takes the comic book characters. It's good. Also been playing the new Planet of the Apes interactive story game, uh, Final Frontier, which is set about a year after Dawn. Right. And that one is... well, it's not out yet, so I can't actually talk
0: about it, but it's good.
1: <laughs> How have you been playing it, I'll then? say that much. It's good. As, a, as,
0: as the old man of the group, mm. um, I've heard this phrase used a lot in computer games recently, Telltale. Is yep. that a particular style of game, or so, is it a company, or is it a... It's an what epi- the hell is it, Sandro? So
2: it's basically uh, kind of like the Until Dawn game I talked about the last episode, I think, where you just watch a film, but you make the dialogue choices and right. the decisions for the characters. Um, but Telltale are episodic. So yeah. they release it over the course of, like, a year or something. And that's, um, this is a new phenomenon, or is it been... Yeah, I think their first major one was Walking Dead in, like, 2013. Right. Okay. And that was really good. Um, and, yeah, th- they do heaps, like, Guardians, uh, Game of Thrones, Batman. Um, they're pretty easy to get into as well. Great. And the Planet of the Apes one's the same, but it's more of a film. Awesome. Uh, So, yeah, I've been doing that for the reviews. They'll be up on the website eventually. I'll post links on the Facebook page. Um, Punisher as well, which I think we might be looking at next week, maybe. Maybe. Uh, So far, it's great. It's back to the heights of Jessica Jones and Daredevil. So, Mm. two thumbs up so far. Um, we'll talk about it more maybe later. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I, if I can gum up the courage to
0: sit through 13 episodes of traumatizing yeah. you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, Punisher,
2: who I don't like as a character anyway. Mm, so. Um,
1: but there's nothing else out at the there's moment. There's nothing else <laughs> out at the moment.
2: It is, I guess it is hard to get through, but I don't know. I just, it's just great. Like I'm, well, I was Watching Mind Hunters a little while ago as well, which is kind of the same I thing. I do want
0: to watch Mind Hunters. I want to get on. And
2: that. Um, they're very similar in that if you don't like the darker take on TV shows, maybe don't. I that's think it's a, just because, because it's it some dark and the light. Well, that's you know? the thing, Yeah, you
0: know, I used to love that shit. One of, it's still one of my favourite movies of all time is Seven, you know? Mm. I love that. It, I, I used to love that shit. Yeah. Now, because I'm getting older, I'm just there going, just bring me the light and fluffy. I was about
1: to say, you're at that age where you're going to lots of <laughs> 21st.
0: I, I can either go, <laughs> I can't, kind of lost of 21st. They kick me out going, what the fuck are you doing here, old man? Um, I'm at that point where I either go fully morbid and watch nothing but Midsummer Murders and all, you know, Silent <laughs> Witness so, and stuff so like morbid. that. So morbid. Yeah. <laughs> Midsummer
1: Murders. <laughs> Murders. Midsummer Morbids. Morbids.
0: Am I right? So many people die in this quaint little village. Get the fuck out of there. Blue healers! Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of Mount Thomas,
2: people. (laughs)
1: That's what it was called. I was trying to remember. Um, (laughs) Speaking of video games, have you got your hands on Battlefront yet?
2: (laughs) No, I am not going to pay for that. Uh, Interesting. Okay, we might
1: talk about that. I mean... Because I'm going to start playing
2: it. I'm going to buy it for the single player and that's it. I'm not going to touch multiplayer. So I'm going to wait until it's on the special and then get it then.
1: Just to fill you in, Rob, there's been a bit of controversy with the new Battlefront game. What's
2: been Um, the controversy?
1: That... You know how in mobile games you can pay to get extra stuff? Yeah, yeah. Pay real money to get... So Battlefront, what they did is... They're giving you Star
2: Wars bucks?
0: they
1: prefer. (laughs) I can't think of the exact name for it. I was talking about it yesterday. Um, There's
2: three types of payments, I think. There's like credits, jewels, and... um, Hero point Essentially
1: it's turned out it's gambling. So you yeah. don't know what you're paying. You get like you drop down this capsule and you open it and you you pay for it. Oh. So you can either spend twenty hours getting to the same point by playing the game and getting better at it, or you can pay, you know, three hours work worth of money mm. and maybe get it. Wow. So it's quite controversial. Apparently, Disney actually came out and was said, we will not let hungry out- and video game companies do this to our yeah. franchise. So it's better. They've hidden this and they've kind of gotten rid of a lot of it with an update, but you can still you can still yep. pay, but it's not as in your face, and right. um, it kind of sucks because you're like I, I, a lot of people complain with the last game because you could pay for like um, expansions. People mm. are like, "Would I've already paid money for this game? Why yeah. would I pay for expansions?" and so they're like, "Well, maybe you can pay for it during the game." And it was yeah. just kind of like different maps and things. But um, so there's been a bit of bit of sadness around it. But it's a, it, from what yeah. I can see by watching other people play, it, it's cool. The gameplay away. is awesome, but that whole micro—what um, are they called—microtransactions are a little bit of yeah. a right. downer.
2: And I like the idea of the campaign as well. Yeah, which is like I don't play multiplayer. So that's yeah, the only yeah, on the game I don't really play. Um, I don't like
1: playing live with real people.
2: I think it's like seven hours long as well, which is pretty good for a multiplayer-based yeah. game to have a fairly long story. Cool. So yeah, yeah, might check it out. It's just like it's a hundred dollars at the moment.
1: I just like to know what you think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not going
0: to spend that much money. On Wait for that to drop off. To, that might go down to about ninety dollars. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, what about you, Rob? What have you been consuming? Um, I went to the uh, to the special event yesterday of um, the lost classic Tom Baker Doctor Who story, Sharda.
2: Oh yes. Now, didn't that get a DVD <laughs> release? Funny
0: name. <no>? Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, it is.
2: But didn't that get a DVD release? A couple years ago? Yes, it did, Sandra. It has had
0: many, many releases. Basically, um, let's go back to 1979. It's Tom Baker's second last year as The Doctor. It's the final season of producer Graham Williams, who's been a bit of a controversial figure within Doctor Who at the time because Mm. he was brought in by the BBC specifically (laughs) to change the... Sorry. Graham Williams was brought in specifically by the BBC to change up the tone. They had three years of Robert Holmes and... um, And uh, Philip Hinchcliffe creating very dark, gothic uh, sci-fi. And the BBC specifically wanted more comedy and more light and a bit more space. Mm. So Graham Williams brought that in. Much to the hardcore fan chagrin, but much to mainstream success. He became a lot more popular Mm. because it was more... Space opera, and
2: really yep. focused on um, the doctor's comedy. i mm. um,
0: have been heard... reading
1: your diary. <laughs> I just want more comedy.
2: Um, I've heard it been referred to as the Tom Baker comedy half hour. Yes, oh. yeah, very much so.
0: <laughs> uh, especially when they bring in a young, uh, quite prolific writer who'd uh, just got some success on radio with a series called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. They brought in Didn't a know. guy called Douglas Adams mm. to write a story. Who? Yeah, Sorry. exactly. <laughs> write a story called The Pirate Planet, which was balmy, crazy, insane. <laughs> (laughs) It was the second story in the Key to Time uh, uh, series, which was Tom Baker-era, their attempt at doing an arc, where Mm. the Doctor had to find these segments of the Key to Time. Uh, And because they were so impressed with his work, they brought him on as script editor. Now, Mm -hmm. the thing about Douglas Adams is he's great with comedy, with punchlines, with hilarious concepts. Deadlines, not so much. so (laughs) So for the 1979 season, he was their script editor, and that is notoriously the worst year of Tom Baker's era. Scripts are all over the shop. There's no coherency. Comedy is pushed too much. The actors don't really play it uh, with a straight bat that Douglas Adams wants with his comedy. They play it for laughs. Uh, Um, mm -hmm. There's only one good story in that series. It's City of Death, which was co-written by... Uh, Douglas Adams mm-hmm. and Graham Williams. So Charda was meant to be the final story of that year. And it was the final story of Douglas Adams' the script editor and Graham Williams. It was their swan song. It was meant to be encapsulating everything that was good about their era. Um, unfortunately, about a third of the way through production, maybe uh, close to um, halfway through, um, there were strikes. In in the UK during the seventies, so many strikes, just yeah. the workers going up, we want more pay. It was you know the unions were really hardcore during the seventies, um, so they had to drop production about a third of the way through. So they only shot a couple of locations, a couple of the studios, and they said, "Well, we'll get back into it." The director, Pennant Robin said, "We'll get back to it if we can," and it just fell by the wayside. So they had to finish the season one story down, and Sharda went into hmm. you know fan mythology um, in the 90s it was released as um, a special event on video with linking narration by Tom Baker so Tom Baker came in in the 90s and recorded this stuff in a, in a studio and they'd cut back and forth from the footage they'd actually shot and that went quite well, uh, it was released in 2003 as an animated uh, hmm. you know, <laughs> uh, bit file type of thing that took so long to load where they reimagined it with Paul McGann's Doctor um, then they release it quite recently as a novel written mm-hmm. by Gareth Roberts. Uh, so yeah, there's this massive good. history about Sharda. Um, but with the success, and I do that in inverted commas, last <laughs> year, with the release of The Power of the Daleks, the six-part missing episode of Patrick Troughton's first story at the 50th anniversary last year of this mm-hmm. story, all in six parts, all animated, but they didn't have enough time, they said, well, let's try it again. But this time with footage that already exists. So mm. what they've done is intercut the footage that they already filmed back in 78 okay. um, with animation to tell the story. They've brought back the cast that's still alive wow. um, using mm. model shots and uh, concept art to fill out the whole six-part story. And it actually works really well it works a lot better than Power of the Daleks which isn't saying much yep. they've had a lot more time <laughs> like and money to put into the animation so the animation is of a higher standard and a higher quality okay. it's the story makes a lot more sense now I'd always gone why do people you know get behind Shada so much I don't really get it and the story is Absolutely brilliant. It's Corker. It's steeped in Time Lord mythology. For those of you that don't know, Sharda is the Time Lord's uh, prison planet. Okay. Where they put all their worst criminals. Cool. And uh, there's... it's like uh, Arkham. It's, it's, and it's kind of been erased. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like yeah. Arkham, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. Arkham. It like is like Azkaban? Arkham. And uh, there's been sort of like a communal memory wipe, so not all of Time Lord culture know about Sharda. Okay. So it's a really steeped in mystery. And there's another Time Lord in there, Dr. Chronodus. So, oh, yeah, yeah it's, there's this beautiful, you know, taste of what Time Lord mythology is. Uh And it actually makes a lot more sense. The animation's great. The casting uh, is wonderful. They brought back Tom Baker, brought back Lala Ward, and their voices are quite well. Because Tom Baker's done a little bit of Big Finish audio recordings, and the main criticism is that Tom sounds very old and not like how he did in his time, because he is in his 80s. And he's not like he was when he was in his 70s. That's the funny thing about time. But with this, he's got a lot more energy. They've directed him really well. Whereas Big Finish just go, just record it once, that's fine. (laughs) They've put a lot of time and effort into this to really bring the life. Mm -hmm. The animation is beautiful. They take their time with the first sequence, and I really paid attention to it when they go from live action, which is about 10 minutes into the story, when they first go to their first animated part, they take their time to take the, the... There's a tilt up with the camera with live action that it tilts back down and they introduce you to the animated world and then they have okay. it this, to just go slowly blend you into it and then they mm. cut back and forth really quickly. Uh, the lighting, the concept designs, the all the look of it is absolutely beautiful and it's, it tells the story really, really well. So yeah, I'll give it two thumbs up. It's great to have Shada back. It's good to have it done in such a painstakingly Um, heartfelt way where they were given time to do it Uh, have a watch of it I I think it's really really good
2: cool I don't know I still prefer the version that has Tom Baker just cutting in and being like (laughs) and this is what happens in this scene and now they go back and that was
0: always confusing for me to actually see the scenes played out there's a beautiful scene at completely animated with the Doctor going up against the villain and just the that's Doctor that's right
2: because they never filmed that
0: never filmed yeah. that so you see that beautiful that would interplay be good to see. really quick back and forth and it's really funny it's just like almost you know uh, Samuel Beckett level type of absurd <laughs> theatre it's great <laughs> okay. so um, that's what we've been consuming lately let's now move on to the nerd headlines and because we have been away for so long <laughs> so the nerd nice. news just There's keeps on powering through first and foremost news and doesn't stop the news doesn't stop just because uh, we do. Let's look at trailers first.
2: Yeah. All right. So trailer number one, Incredibles two. Woohoo!
1: Yes, it looks great.
2: Uh, it was more of a teaser. It, it was, was um, so yeah. a focusing on the. Oh, I've forgotten the baby name. Jack Jack, of course. Um, From and, uh, <laughs> and 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 I mean, how great is it? Yeah. It's just we've waited so long for this. <laughs> what I love about it is they're picking up straight
0: yeah, after yep. exactly. They've discovered Jack-Jack has powers. Yeah, yeah. None of this five years later, ten years later. Jack-Jack is a baby. He's getting his powers. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm... And also, just the animation is... Just great. It's oh. still good. Because yeah. like a lot of Pixar's recent stuff, I haven't seen Coco, but Cars 3 was <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um, and The Good Dinosaur, was that last year? Yeah. That also yeah. wasn't yeah. very good either. Pixar needs a win after recent
0: controversy. Yeah, that's
2: true. So uh, uh, and,
0: and kudos to Rosaria Dawson. Uh, not Rosaria Dawson, uh, Rashida Jones mm. for her <laughs> amazing uh, uh, statement came out about why she stopped working on Toy Story 4. But, but yeah, uh, the teaser's incredible. Um, it looks good. Really, sh- really short, really smart, and it is what it is. It's a teaser. It's teasing you. You mm-hmm. hardly see. It's anything.
1: been years since I've seen Incredibles, but watching that trailer instantly took me back to the, the feeling music, of like, yeah. yeah. I was just
0: like, yeah. that's right. This film is great. It's you know Brad Bird man. Brad Bird at the top of his game, and it's good to have him back. And it'll be great to see where they go with it. Because um, awesome. mm. you could see, you could see with the cars. Uh, franchise that have created. There's no creative <laughs> avenue no. behind this. Just, you know, well, that's not me being cynical yeah. going, There's Look. just nowhere to go with that anymore. No. and nowhere. it's just clearly made mm. just for the kids to go out and spend money. Buy
1: Lightning McQueen toys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Whereas this, where, you know, they ended Incredibles in such a beautiful note, but there's still much more for the stories to happen. I'm loving, I'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing where what happens with the family next. Yeah.
2: yeah. Another teaser we got... <laughs> It isn't really a teaser. It's more of a sketch. It's the new. It's um, Deadpool two, or as they're calling it, the untitled Deadpool sequel, is its
1: official name at
0: <laughs> the moment. I hope, hope that that's it. what they call I hope it. They keep it. <laughs> yeah, I hope they keep that. But um, that's what they did for Deadpool one. They didn't do real trailers. Really, yeah, they did really. a shitload of online sketches and yeah. content, yeah. which they're just carrying on with.
2: So this is great. It's Deadpool <laughs> being uh, it's, it's like a painting type thing. It's a parody of Deadpool um, uh, Ross. Paul Russ. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Yes. Bob Ross.
1: Yes. Yes. Which, whom I love.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not familiar with... I know I'm an old
0: man, but I'm not familiar if with... If you
1: want to just chill out for an evening and watch a dude paint a beautiful landscape and just say the most <laughs> wonderful things to you, <laughs> then you need to watch it. It's on, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's you even can, on YouTube, probably. Yeah, you can binge yeah. him, and he's just the sweetest man. Mm. Anyway. Sometimes this, he has little animals on the show. Oh. Yeah.
2: yeah. And this just takes that and... Uh, I mean, it's definitely a teaser. Yeah. It's yes. definitely a thing that they made. You see a, but you, you do know, see a little bit in the end. You see
1: some clips, some shots see, uh, from the film. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. Um, Yep, you, you see Cable's hand, a quick little yes. shot of Domino as well. You see a little bit of Domino? Just a little bit I'm of Domino. Um, I mean, i am already none sold... None of Ricky Baker from you
1: do. the weather People. You do? Yeah, you I'm do. So he's I'm standing missing. in this flames.
2: Right.
0: So it's like, yeah. it's Ricky
1: Baker! <laughs> yeah, he's standing in a church or a big hall or something and there's just flames mm. everywhere. I'm yeah. very
0: excited by that casting. Mm. I'm very excited that they've got Ricky Baker. I wish Bacon. he was in Thor. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would have been great.
2: I still wish he was Shazam, but,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: uh, yeah, look. Billy yeah, Batson? That would be
0: yeah. awesome. How
1: great would that be? <laughs> <laughs> he's great. He's
2: great.
0: He, 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 yeah, he doesn't look like he's a <laughs> malnourished, homeless child. Yeah, true. He is very, true, very well looked after. That boy. Yeah,
2: and more power to him. <laughs> um, um, I'm. I mean, it's Deadpool too. I love Deadpool. I don't. I don't. Know, I, I don't think we've actually talked about the original. No, we haven't. Film. We didn't, uh, um, yeah, we started
0: well after Deadpool came out. I'm yeah. not familiar with the. Uh, Deadpool world but I love the film. Oh same. Yeah. I yep. was really nervous cuz uh, Tim Miller's moved on to you know he's been, s- he's still been you know, Terminator he's now doing Terminator with uh, James Cameron. <laughs> well, did but you know he's yeah he wasn't happy that his vision was being told or whatever so yeah. he's moved on but you know with Ryan Reynolds behind it he knows this character so well. He's yeah. he mm. so passionate about getting it the right way. So whoever they got into direct now I'm sorry I don't remember. will right oh, we'll
2: check it out. Um
1: just Let's see, let's
2: see who's directing Deadpool. David Leach. Oh, he did God. Atomic Blonde, John Wick. Alright. Oh yeah, John okay. Wick. So, okay, okay, cool. He think he's had handle stuff. Some good action.
0: Yeah. yeah. And let um let Ryan Reynolds do all the just do his thing. Just do his thing. Yeah. I'm looking to see Josh Bolin as Cable as well. Cable's an interesting character, and I think mm. he'd have a lot more. Play and fun with it, then I think. Well, unless you know, his uh, only appearance as Thanos that I've seen, I've just gone schmear. Yeah, so
2: maybe he's going to bring the big guns out. Cable's year. usually pretty straight. He's yeah. a pretty straight guy, but um,
1: Josh Brolin's pretty good at that. Plays um, young K in Men in Black Three. Yeah. Oh, gosh. oh, yeah, Great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got some city miles, so we know it. he can do it. We know he's capable. Yeah, hey. capable,
2: capable. Oh. And on that, let's move on to the next news. <laughs> yes, bit. let's please. All oh, perfect. Uh, we got another trailer. <laughs> for the upcoming Gotham... Ga- uh, yeah, the Batman Gotham Gaslight trailer. Gotham by Gaslight. Gotham by Gaslight. It is the upcoming uh, animated film. This one, again, kind of like The Killing Joke, a little bit more mature. It's going to be R in it's America. It's pretty grim. It's,
0: it is. Uh, it's an adaption uh, of the the graphic novel that was done a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, and that very was seen
2: good. as the birth of this
0: uh, comic spin-off series, series the Elseworlds yeah. series, which started out very strong, and then they released... Elseworlds for pretty much every character and just became really crap. Yeah. There's stuff like Red Sun, where where uh, Kalel lands in great. Communist Russia, yeah, which is an amazing one. There is Holy Terror, which is one of my favorite stories, Norm Brofagel's animation, where um, uh, uh, Oliver Cromwell stayed oh. on to live a couple of years, so the Puritan um, religious... Uh, movement took over and stayed in America. Um, So there's a couple of good ones out there. Um, And this is the first one where it's basically set in
2: Victorian era. Mm. uh, And Jack the Ripper comes to to Gotham.
0: So it's Batman versus... It's going to be... Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think... look, I didn't go to the cinema to see any of the animated ones from this year, Mm. but I think I might go for this one. Yeah. Because it just because I love the comic. I, I didn't actually watch the trailer, but I love the comic, um, so I'm going to love it anyway. And it seems like, unlike Killing Joke, it seems like they're going to make it, again, more cinematic. Because it kill, looks from the trailer, it does. Yeah, yeah, because um, like that's the thing with the, the animated films. The direction has always been kind of flat. They've kind of f- filmed it like a TV show rather than a film. It really depends on
0: the director. I mean, my favourite one of the uh, Bruce Timm animated Series is uh, um, Under the Hood. Oh, definitely. Which is shot absolutely beautifully, really animated well. Um, But yeah, well, that was the the heartbreaking thing about uh, The Killing Joke. It was done so. Cautiously, yeah. They wanted to capture everything painstakingly, kind of like Zack Snyder with uh, Watchmen. That's true. But they lost a lot of that cinematic vibe that yeah. the comic book has. Mm. So they were trying so hard to capture that cinematic vibe. It's you know it's quite ironic that they lost a lot of it. That they just didn't go. Let's make our own. But the animation style, they've based it a lot on the actual comic books, which I adore. Um, yeah, the closer they keep to the style when they do adapt things like that. Yep. You have to keep close to it.
2: Uh, we got a release date and a title for a franchise uh, t- title they really didn't think of. Fantastic Beasts 2, you sure. It's called The Crimes of Grindelwald, dropping uh 16th of November next year. Yeah, this is the thing. It's,
0: it's very clear that, you know, JK set out to just make it a one off. Yeah. And then when things were going, go, well, let's, okay, let's turn this in and let's try and cram the. Albus Dumbledore Grindelwald story. your story into that because mm. which
1: certainly something people want to know about. But I feel like we don't Yeah, it's nice left unsaid, I think. Yeah, yeah. and
0: they're kind of like trying to cram it into something this else franchise. Or it should have just been a one off. And so now yeah. they're trying to keep any red main and that story involved, now to be but heavily involved of... in. Yeah, it's kind of diverted off. Yeah. And so even keeping Fantastic Two Fantastic it's... Beast Two, it's got it's going to have nothing to do with that. I mean, that's we've done love. the
1: Fantastic Beasts kind of thing. Like, we've captured them and we've learned about them. And, and I love that about that. It was that beautiful. Film. Yeah. yeah. It was, same.
0: you know, to have a lead character who's there for preservation, not destruction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. was
2: beautiful. And now we're losing
0: that. We're
1: getting into the destruction. Yeah. We're getting yeah, into the destruction. The dark again.
2: I'm, uh, yeah, I'm torn. Because I think, I liked the first one. From my memory, it was your film of the year last year mm-hmm. on the I podcast loved it. we did. Yeah, I adored it. Um, But, yeah, I don't know how they're going to go with a sequel. Also, look, Colin Farrell was great. Yep. Why isn't he doing the other ones? Thanks. Why are we getting Johnny Depp?
1: It's so kind yeah. of a bit meh in the, the idea that it should have been a standalone film. Mm. It's kind and of this, just, it's lost its magic a little bit. It has lost mm-hmm. it a little
0: bit and you know, it, exciting stuff like having um, a broader cast now, so you've got, um, you know, finding out more about uh, Newt's commander's brother, you know, the war hero, and now right. you know, is part of the Ministry of Magic. And he's now dating, um, you know, Newt's former lo- um, yeah. you know, love interest from school. Ooh, you've got uh, Jude Law there as Albus Dumbledore, which yeah. I'm kind of excited about. I'm looking about. forward to that. And to see those characters Do back, like to I love seeing Jacob, seeing. You know, I love
1: Jacob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Seeing the, the four from Fantastic Beasts back. Um, I'm. Yeah, you know, uh, that's what excites me but there's this, you know, this Johnny Depp shadow mm. you know before all these allegations came out I was just annoyed by him because he's just like gone off the bandwagon and, and now I know he's a complete
2: arsehole so mm. yeah so taints now, it a little bit yeah it, it, it taints you it taints your, your excitement for something mm. uh, but speaking of Jude Law yeah that's exactly what I was going to say yes uh, we got casting for the upcoming Marvel film Captain Marvel
0: now can I just say yes. Captain Marvel Please confuses do. the
2: shit out of me alright the I character to, or the name the, the, well, yeah, I'm a bit yeah. annoyed
0: that because Captain Marvel has taken that, that yep. Captain Marvel now has to be Shazam um, in the mm. DC world because there's Captain Marvel in DC and there's Captain Marvel in the Marvel world. Yeah. But I tried to read up on the Marvel Captain Marvel version of things. Oh, good oh, luck Oh my with that. God, it's such a convoluted, fucked up storyline. It's great, but you have to have time, so it's it's <laughs> I don't got that. That, that's, it's that's like, three movies just to explain before we
2: even get to you know to. It's kind of like Green Lantern. That's how I just introduce it to people. Right. It's like the Green Lantern of Marvel, but it also isn't. <laughs> um, and Well, thank well, God for
0: you know, clearing that up.
2: I'm sure they're going to explain it in the film. It's, I don't know, the whole cosmic side of Marvel is quite complicated. You just kind of got to go with it. And it's yeah. a lot of and, and, the time. But it's becoming more and more.
0: Yeah, they're pushing that a lot more. Yeah. Doctor Strange did well with that getting in the mystic and the cosmic, uh, mixing that with Thor Ragnarok and of course Guardians have been doing yeah. that as well.
2: Um so he's playing Marvel, who was the original Captain the Marvel. The original Captain Marvel, also known as Doctor Walker Lawson. I uh, I don't I'm not too I think I've read maybe one or two issues with him in it. Yeah. Um he's a kind of boring character. Yes. But um, I don't... get because I don't know what they're going to do with him. They could go, like, the Ant-Man route and have him be more of a mentor. Yeah. Or they could have him in, like, flashbacks. Although the whole film is a flashback. It's set in the 90s. It's set in the 90s. So, I don't know. Either way, it's Brie Larson. I'm excited. It's going to be Captain Marvel, and it's, um, you know, which it's is a good a,
0: character. And it's Marvel finally giving us a movie with a female lead character mm. and co-directed by a female as well and I think mm. most of the writing staff on board there's uh, women as well which is yeah, you know, finally Marvel you know catching up yeah. um, so yes I have no idea about this I'm excited but you know yeah. C- yeah. that Captain Marvel side of the Marvel yeah. world is just well
2: yeah well, what, what you were saying was what a lot of people were saying before Guardians dropped and that did super well it's a pretty good film so uh...
0: yeah well that seemed but that seemed like more like you know, Kevin Feige got drunk one night and just said, "You know what I'm going to do? Someone dare me. Someone dare me to do something. All right." And Double went, okay, dare. T- okay, make Guardians of the Galaxies a thing. All right, and he did it. <laughs> but this one seemed more planned and structured yeah. and stuff like that. And I still wish I'm still hoping with that little talk about um, Fox possibly being bought out by Disney. Mm, yeah, we'll talk that about that we would, That we would get 1960s version of Fantastic Four. Mm. rebooted the way it should be because yeah. we haven't touched the 60s in the Marvel Universe we've had little bits of the 80s we're going to touch on the 90s um, but yeah, we had the 50s with uh, with um, with uh, Agent Carter mm. but the 60s they have purposefully left a black hole right there because they're yeah. still hoping that they get mm. it back and I know they can do it if they get Fantastic Four back they're going to go all the 60s they're going to make it you know Mad Men yeah. mixed with
2: Fantastic Four. Yeah, let's talk about that now. If you aren't familiar with it, um, Fox are thinking about selling off a bunch of their film and TV properties to focus on news, in inverted commas, Um, (laughs) which means the possibility of X-Men and Fantastic Four joining the MCU, which is great. Um, At the moment, talks are kind of slowed down. They haven't stopped, but they're (laughs) <laughs> They've slowed down a bit, which is fair enough. It, it, it's a pretty big deal. And the one thing um, I'm
0: interested that people aren't focusing on is is there a chance that they could that um they could get the rights back for Star Wars? Because Fox have the rights to Star Wars, the original Star Wars. The original Wars, Star so oh, Wars right, So we could finally get what we all want is uh, you know totally digitally restored Blu-ray or whatever copy of the original cinematic trilogy without mm. all the special editions, which we all want, because if you're a real Star Wars fan, you don't watch the
1: special editions. I've got them on DVD, the original release. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. DVD, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Blu-ray it. would be super cool. Oh my gosh. I visually. Be yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I think it's properties, not necessarily films, yeah, yeah. so we'll see. Um, It also, the thing with the X-Men films at the moment is, aside from uh Phoenix or whatever it is the upcoming yeah, yeah. Um, one in the nine The Dark is, Phoenix yeah. Yeah, I'm liking what they're doing. If Marvel do get the rights Deadpool will definitely join the universe without changing too much. But yeah. X-Men cuz I like the cast. I like Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. Mm-hmm. The, the the new guy as Cyclops is actually good. He's, He's actually bringing life to this super boring uh, character. Ah, Cyclops Cyclops isn't boring. Well, That's what the
0: film seems. version yeah. Yeah, especially in uh, they just ruined him in um and last stand. Mm.
2: Another thing to hate Brett Radner over. Uh, coming off the back of that, though, this is very exciting, Jen. Uh, according to reports, Disney are going are to consolidate control of all of their Marvel ca- ca- characters if this deal comes through, which means that finally Marvel <laughs> Studios and Marvel Television will join and we will get yes! all the characters together. <gasps> finally. If the deal happens. Yeah. <laughs> if the
1: deal happens, then we might finally get this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which I don't think we need to talk about that. That's There'll just, be a lot of
1: nerdgasms that day. That's just day. great. Yeah. I, just,
0: I, I want Daredevil in, uh, I want Daredevil mm-hmm. in Avengers, man. Yeah.
2: I want Daredevil, Punisher, and Spider-Man to team up. Well, I don't care God. if...
1: That'd be a um, motley crew of oh heroes. <laughs> what, 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 it happens all, the, all yeah. the time in the comics, and it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. And uh,
2: I just want that on screen. Um. Uh. Th- and yeah. Um. So it's going to be good if that happens. Jesus Christ! That Imagine
0: that's going to warp everyone's beautiful
2: minds. <laughs> oh. What next? What's next? A up little on nerd
1: this? minds will be nerd minds?
2: Um. I don't know if we care, but Mystery Science Theater three thousand has been renewed on Netflix. So
1: I haven't seen any mystery science. Really? No, I've never I seen. I any stumbled of it. across it by accident one night at a friend's house, and we we're like, "What is this?" There's like these <laughs> robots, and they're talking about they're watching a movie, and they're commenting on the movie, and it was fucking hilarious yeah. and then for years afterwards I didn't know what it was because you know IMDB wasn't really a thing you didn't use a lot mm-hmm. or Google or whatever um, early days of the computer um, <laughs> so I was when like you have Apple you seen 2E? this film where they watch a film and it's like a robot and a dude and, and it's like what the fuck are you talking about I thought I dreamt it similar so to Labyrinth actually <laughs> yeah. um, I thought I dreamt it and then so it's pretty cool like I I'd be interested to see. I haven't watched it in a while so. They've got yeah. big
0: guns now Like the most recent cast They've got
2: Patton Oswald And
3: they've yeah, got yeah. Um, um, What's her name
2: Felicia, Felicia Day Jonah Ray
1: Felicia is,
3: Day is cool. uh,
2: Is the main guy um, I think Dan Harmon Wrote an episode as well Yeah It's um The new one's really good as well I haven't f-
1: <laughs> That was me trying to do a yes. A chest A chest Can
2: I just say, all right, okay, I got
0: into a massive conversation at school on the weekend with kids. They were talking about their favorite TV shows and stuff, and these are year seven kids, Mm. and they're all talking about um, Rick and Morty.
3: Oh wow! And they're
0: yeah. going. They're loving Rick and Morty. They're loving. Rick and How Morty. old? They're the year seven, so like oh, 12, okay, 13. Yeah. And yeah. I'm there going. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it. Go, you go watch it. Sir. It's Rick and Morty, sir. I said. Well, I've watched Community, and they go, "What's that?" I go, "Ah, oh, uh. come on, you got to get on Community." Dan Harmon did that. The guy who did Rick and Morty beforehand. They're like, don't care. And yeah, they go, "Oh no." Well, one of them went, oh, "Okay, I've checked that." And one kid actually went, "Yeah, I've seen Community." I went.
1: I like that you. Is a good year
0: seven, Kim. Because there's talks around you are getting
1: it. straight A's now. Mm. Straight A's, because
0: mm. um, there is talk about uh, finally the movie. Yeah, finally doing the movie. We Final. will get our six seasons, six seasons in a movie.
1: And yes. a movie. Uh, because
0: yeah, he's having talk with our old community alumni, the Russos, and you know Justin Lin. Those guys have gone and do quite successful things Oof, and yeah. yeah so i don't know how much the russos can be involved but justin Lin is very eager to come back after he directed the beautiful paintball episode of season one oh. to he's very keen to direct the movie
2: yeah uh we got quite a few news left so i think <laughs> news um so i think we'll quickly rush through these next ones then do the do the do we want speed to do round. one sentence oh speed round's coming up yeah we'll do that soon this i we don't have to talk about it for too long but for some reason amazon are doing a Prequel series to Lord of the Rings, multi series, multi million TV show. I think it's set in between the Hobbit and the
1: yeah, trilogy. Yeah, makes sense. They have
2: they have put in
1: leaving what good enough alone. They have done yeah. how
0: many? Oh, it's like nearly close to a billion dollars or something like that. They have paid for this. Yeah, to do this. They no, yeah. No oh one wants con- it. Sorry. Um... Well, but, a lot yeah, of people will. But uh, then people will watch it and will be a prequel. Need it. And the you know the Tolkien estate's taking the money because uh, his son, grandson, or whoever it was, is in the nineties. They've stepped down now, so because mm. they're you know old.
2: Anyway, that's the thing that's going to um, happen. And
0: the amount of money that Amazon put into that. Please correct me, or I cannot believe how much money they paid for this. It's going to be yeah. yeah. I don't know where, but it's Amazon. they it's Amazon.
2: What else? They're doing the grand tour as well, which costs a lot. So. Mm. Mm. Anyway, we'll But say. they don't
0: pay any, you know. They
2: they've they've got loopholes to get oh, out of paying taxes and stuff
0: like yeah. that, which uh John Oliver's talked about many many times. Please watch John mm-hmm. Oliver, he's amazing.
2: Uh let's talk about one that we're actually excited about. Ryan Johnson has been announced to helm a non-Skywalker saga trilogy series thingy um that will happen after this the sequel trilogy after Kenobi, so that's 2020. I think, or 2021, Mm. Um, he's going to be writing and directing the first one, then overseeing the rest, or he could be directing if the first one goes really, really well. Yeah. Uh, First of all, this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. After and this it. is what we
0: all knew, right? There has been yeah. no complaints, no issues, no problems with Ryan Johnson at all. So Kathleen Kennedy's just gone, someone who knows how to work within our vision, mm. um, and someone who isn't too big that they're going
2: to need to do their other stuff, like J.J.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, he's he's yeah.
0: in
2: some hot water at the moment with Disney. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, he's got to deal with, 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 with Paramount, I want to say, um, and... Is a like he's got to make a certain amount of films, like the Clover uh, the Cloverfield series. Yeah, uh, but he's neglecting that, and Paramount are like, "What? But you got a deal? You <laughs> this piece of paper? You're off doing Star Wars. You got to be doing this. Look at this. Uh, you got your paper here.
0: You, signed, this paper. you signed
1: on a dotted line. The the line. Dotted line. A dotted line. Why I just.
0: Um, but yeah, how how are we feeling about um, you know? But you're know always going to happen a trilogy away yeah. from.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to, by what he said about it being set. In a place that we've visited, mm. but we don't know a lot about. Oh. Which could be and I was like, anything. "What is it? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think it I could be?" I don't know. I've I have no, I have no plan, idea. No, plan, I pick can't. A plan, pick a planet. Pick a part. Pick a part. Pick a Um. Well, I was like, "Oh, maybe it's going to be more, uh, um, with Kashik." But we've had a bit of Kashik in the, in the in the just okay. yeah, just for like five. A little bit, but yeah. I'm like, maybe that that's too mainstream yeah, for the-. Like, yeah. this seems like. Yeah. A random... Maybe we've met one character that's from this planet or area of the universe and we're going to visit that. I was like, maybe it'll be the um, Mon Calamari. Nah, we've seen enough of them. But we haven't seen their planet. I know. Not in
2: in the movies. Yeah, not in the film. So,
1: So, yeah, I don't know.
2: Um, Of course, the current talk is... uh, uh, not of the old, the old Republic, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I like. I would like a tr- trilogy there. I think it could work better as a TV show, though. So maybe not. But I think it's still, it uh, could do the Sith Wars or Dawn of the Jedi, even. Yeah. Um, which, from what which I heard, they're work. not going back though. I think. No. I don't think they and especially trilogy. because
0: since the Disney deal, everything is New Order and Resistance. It's not mm. Rebellion and Empire. No. That is the old trilogy, and so it's Disney wanting to claim their own. Yeah. Version of the Star Wars universe, so everything is going to be after Clone Wars, after yep. um, the first trilogy. It's a shame, mm. but that stuff is well, still tied up with 20th Century Fox and Lucas and stuff like that. They've gone, let's take the Lucas ideas and create our Disney version.
2: I think uh for the film trilogy, it's probably going to be maybe not right after Jedi because we already have the trilogy of books. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be new Jedi order and I think that would work really well. What oh, do you yeah. think, Jen?
1: I just want more Star Wars. I Star don't Wars. really care. Yeah. Like I'm just just give it all to me.
2: Give it all to me.
0: Cuz apparently the uh, Abrams episode 9 is going to the rumors going around it's going to tie everything together mm, yep. all three trilogies yeah, are going right. to be, so stuff with you know the prequels the you know the skywalkers main saga and this one is all going to be tied up mm. which is a beautiful way and a clear sign that they're going to go let's wrap That's up the skywalkers completely Some other stuff yeah. now we've got the world let's go mm. off
2: yeah they could even do a trilogy with maybe not ray but like Poe dameron, well, um, dameron. that would be great yeah.
1: after episode 9 yeah <laughs> i would be i'd be coming out to bat for that yeah yeah. Yep.
0: I want Poe to come out I want Poe to come uh, out ah mm-hmm. Charlie. seriously Poe and Finn I, I hardcore ship that yeah definitely yeah yeah, um, and yeah and for someone that, screw you Oscar Isaacs for being so charming and so talented <laughs> you are only meant to be you are only meant to be in the sh- movie for a couple of minutes mm-hmm. they meant to kill you off but serves you right you are now stuck with the Star Wars trilogy um, yeah to the end yeah. of time you're in the world now
2: all right, let's do the speed round. Speed round. I feel like we we should Multibble. have like a sound effect or something. Do 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 speed round or something. I don't know. I
1: don't want to play this game.
2: <laughs> All right, speed round. We got some Marvel news. Uh, Stan Lee was in Brisbane and a, a confirmed a Black Widow movie.
1: Question mark.
2: <laughs> Get on, you Stan. On you, Stan. It could be animated. could be live action. Who knows? Did he it, say that's... awake for all these photo shoots, <laughs> like what happened in Germany a couple of years oh, ago? <laughs> yeah. I don't blame him. Anyway, the more Marvel news. Thor is the 10th top-grossing film of the year.
3: Only, 10? On only year, ten.
2: Only 10th. Only 10th. Well, this year's had some pretty big... And that's worldwide as well, um, which usually takes a couple of months to properly sure. get up there. But uh, that's really good as well. Oh, it's so- solid work. Speed around for the next one is we got a casting for... Billy Batson, it's some kid off Disney called Asher Angel.
0: Now that was announced on the red carpet for um, Justice League because yes. apparently he showed up with Zachary Levi mm-hmm. and the two of them were together doing their photo shoot going. Here we go. Yeah. So this is the weekend be- this was the night before the weekend where reality set in for Justice League in DC. Um, but yeah, that's a clear sign they're going. This is Marvel, this is Captain uh, this a uh, Captain, whoop, no, Shazam. <laughs> this is young Bill Batson and this is uh, Captain Marvel, this is mm-hmm. them together. Apparently they look quite similar. Yeah, yeah but, uh, by the look of it. I haven't yeah, seen it's the good. pic. So, uh,
1: that's that's Asher Angel, the actor.
2: Yeah. He looks pretty young as well. He looks is, very Bill um, Batson. He's got a very round face. <laughs> yeah, which is good. Um, do we have a release date for Shazam? No, well, but it's in pre-production. It's, it's going to start, start yeah. filming next year. Because that- Aquaman is this time next year, and then Wonder Woman is two years from now. Yep. So I think Shazam's... Anyway, we'll find out. Maybe 19. Maybe 19. I
0: think it's 19. Yeah, the rumour was to get um, uh, Green Lantern Call uh,
2: or Cyborg by 2020. I think Cyborg's cancelled, but Green Lantern Call is almost definitely going to happen. We also got... Well, not announcement, but uh, the director of the upcoming Nightwing film, Chris McKay, has put out an open casting call for anyone. Kind of like what they did with Han Solo yeah this is exciting
0: um, this is exciting because um, Nightwing's a great character and they need to do him right mm -hmm. Uh, and you know Chris uh, Chris is a brilliant director a very fun director knows how to get action and comedy balanced, right? Um, and it seems like they seem to be possibly shifting the DC universe from being a Justice League universe to being more Batman-led yep. mm. universe. Mm-hmm. And then things well. can spring <laughs> from that. Connected to that, there were rumours that Joss Whedon had been dumped from Batgirl yep. because of the allegations that his wife made a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. But they've come out and gone no, this is actually fake news. Joss is working on it. Batgirl yep. will happen. Which is you know a good thing because Batgirl needs to be done. Especially yeah. the new uh, uh, Batgirl of Burnside series, which is a great reinvention mm-hmm. of the character, and if we get Nightwing as well, these are great characters to be brought into the world. They've f- they've got that darkness. They're caught in the grittiness of the Batman world, but there's a positive hope to them, which DC needs to bring to it. Mm-hmm.
1: So, good speed round, Rob. Yeah. All right. So Rob's speed round is my, like, in-depth review. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Tis one for you to talk about, Jen, I think. Uh, There is going to be a sequel to Murder of the Orient Express, another parole
1: My speed round would be, haven't seen the first one yet. (laughs) Yeah. Thinking about it, though. um, But... Already announcing a sequel this yep. soon, yeah. and with bad reviews, it just came like they out didn't wait to see they didn't wait to see how this one went. But before it went they well. Went. It went,
0: it's Did made, it? It's, it's made it's it's made its money back. So okay, yeah. from yeah.
1: my circle of friends, all I've heard is yeah.
2: One He's sentence like, response to the new Thirteenth Doctor uh, outfit. Mine is y- yes, this is great. <sighs> I cannot. I can't wait. I love it. Yeah, already ordered my shirt and
1: braces. <laughs> 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 is it just quickly? Um, I feel like she's almost Oh, great
0: speed round, Jan. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, but I just wanna like like she's almost like taken bits off other doctors. Is there a there's bit a, of that? There's in a it? little
0: bit of tens jacket. Mm. Um there's a little bit of uh um a couple of the Doctor's wore braces people have just gone oh it's just 11 well two wore braces as well Um, and so did 6 a little bit of jewellery she's got like earring studs all up the ear which is a little bit of the unusual jewellery the third Doctor had a lot of jewellery and stuff Mm. like that the boots are very 11 Um, the uh, the yeah, there's a, and the colour scheme is very, like, 80s. Yep, yep. Like, so a bit, bit of um, bit of 6 and a bit of 5 there. It's I'm incro- digging it. Uh,
2: I am so excited for this one. Possibly more than Doctor Who. I don't know why that's possible. But uh, Netflix are doing an adaptation of the Umbrella Academy comic book, which is great, and they've cast Ellen Page. Really? Which Who's is perfect. Playing? Who's she playing? I think she's the lead. Wow. I don't know the character's name. It's been a long time since I've read the comic, but from memory, that's perfect. Ellen Page is amazing, just... Give her all the work. Uh, Umbrella Academy is interesting series. It's written by Gerard Way from... Uh... <laughs> Speed Roundup. <Rob.
3: laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: it's going to be
2: interesting.
1: Yeah. It's not Haven't read it. Not a big fan of Alan Page. It- oh, Interesting. That sounds okay. like a discussion point. Not speed round. Speed round. All
2: right. Uh it's like it's like Fables meets Harry Potter if you aren't familiar with cool. Umbrella Academy. Uh this, this is one I didn't even know was happening. There's they're, they're doing another Crow film with, with Jason Momoa and Tom Hardy. <laughs> That's
0: we my love speed you, Momoa, round. but fuck off.
2: Um and it's starting production soon
1: And, and they're redoing
0: already... it's like the same thing as Eric Draven's story. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, like they're literally redoing it. Didn't didn't City of Angels and the fucking third one which was like almost shot on video tell you anything stop <laughs> all the director crow- DVD ones that they yeah, put yeah. out since then if you're going to do a crow no one good. I think they did one series where it was actually a, a woman crow do oh do yeah. A, yeah. yeah yeah do a one off do a crow do a female crow for fuck's sake
2: anyway this doesn't need to happen uh, and Dark Universe the one that started off with the mummy is dead because the <laughs> boss is out of it it's dead It's has <laughs> gone lol lol, lol. It's done. Yeah, the studio, the studio, the office space that they
0: had at Universal in LA is empty. It's completely the empty. The biggest space that they had. The, well, one of the writers has gone back to Star Trek. The other yeah. one's gone on to something else. Oh, it's so
2: good. Oh, I um God. It's just, and this is the this is the second time they've tried to start this
0: universe as well. They tried it with Van Helsing <laughs> and it bombed. Van Helsing is a piece of shit. Which
1: one? the Hugh Jackman one yeah I love that film (laughs) I'm sorry I saw Van Helsing when it came out I lived for that film because um, who plays Dracula Um,
0: oh that was um, Richard Roxburgh love him sorry I
1: just I I lived for that film and it's I know it's terrible but I
3: love Okay. That's okay. right. You're allowed to have one bad film. So episode. I just wanted to put that in there. That's okay. okay. That's
1: yeah. okay. I'm allowed to have one bad film that I like yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you just... might want to kick me out because I have a lot of bad <laughs> films that I love. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do
2: too. I, I can't
1: even... Brothers Grimm loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Oh, dear. Uh, anyway, that's the news. It was a, it was a fun couple weeks. Yeah, um, that's what we get for not doing a podcast in
0: like two and a half weeks.
2: But uh, we're ch- trying to go weekly from this point onwards. We'll see how that goes. It should be good. Uh, um, but uh, anyway, throw it back over to you, Rob for the main review yep we're going to be looking at Justice League finally um, we've got into a room together
0: and we will talk about the experience that was Justice League in the cinemas we pretty much all went straight away uh, and we were meant to come in and do an episode about the lead-up to it, so all the characters and their appearances on screen beforehand. <laughs> yeah, with our controversial opinions on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, that moved off, and we de- couldn't do that recording, and then we were meant to record it so like pretty much a day or two after we saw it. People get
2: sick, that's fair enough. Yep. So here we are now just to talk about Justice League. Uh, are we going full spoilers? Are we going no spoilers? Full spoilers. Then- it's been about two weeks since it dropped. If you haven't seen it yet judging by the box office, you probably won't. So we'll go straight um, into so it. We'll... Spoilers
0: all the way through. Um, let's start with... Um, I'll go first. Yep. And then I'll go to Sandro because I want to hear... No, I want to hear your second because you're in the finals Ah,
1: oh, I'm just... Okay.
0: Okay. So I went in with the lowest of low expectations because I've been burnt thrice by the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, Man of Steel just destroyed any... Actual resemblance of the character. Um, Batman versus Superman was a waste of time, and the best thing about it was Gal Gadot showing up for like five minutes. Um, and Ben Affleck And Ben Affleck's attire. Batman was actually yeah. quite good, despite mm-hmm. the fact that he hot. even more morbid than any other version. Yeah. What's the fuck with branding people Batman? Uh, and Suicide Squad was just a waste of time. So <laughs> yeah. I went in with the lowest of low expectations. So. As I did in my online review, to quote Mr. Burns, I'm no art critic, but I know what I hate. And I didn't hate that. (laughs) So it didn't completely suck in my mind. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
1: I didn't hate it also. I went in with some expectations because you'd seen it, Rob, Mm. um, saying that you didn't hate it. Mm. I have, honestly, and I'll do my best because it's a podcast, I really don't have anything to say about this film. Mm. It's forgettable. It was forgettable. As soon as I watched it, I was like, what happened? Um, I don't feel like I wasted my time or my money. But I'm just kind of—it's a sh- big old schmeh for me. Yeah. So I'll do my best to talk about it, but I'm really kind of just apathetic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the worst thing a film can I mean, be. You can do it, yeah. So yeah. anyway, that was—I walked out, came like, eh. That was a yeah. good night out. I had a lot of popcorn. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was
0: the best thing about the movie? The popcorn. was I amazing. dipped my chalk top
1: in my popcorn, and I was happy. Oh so, smokes! It's nice. Yes. It's a combination. The, be- it's the best All way. Right. So yeah, that was. Yeah. My Sandra, wish. what's your overview? Um,
2: I was—I went into this with a bit of hope. Um, Oh, baby. (laughs) And, because look, I haven't hated the universe up until this. Suicide Squad was pretty much unredeemable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Batman versus Superman. I like all of it aside from Lex Luthor and Doomsday. I actually enjoyed the ultimate cut. I thought it was pretty good. Well, the ultimate cut actually Um, makes
0: sense. They took out like half an hour worth of the film, and that was the plot that connected everything together. I saw the ultimate cut, and it goes for three hours, and I went, oh, This is the movie that makes sense.
2: Yeah, so I enjoyed BVS. Um, I liked Man of Steel as well. Uh, I thought (laughs) thought it was better than the Christopher Reeve films uh, because it made Superman slightly more interesting rather than just being I'm America. Um, So going into this, I was uh, cautiously optimistic. Also because the cast is good. But coming out of it, I don't know. Coming out of it, I was like, that was good. Uh, I feel like if we did f- record right after we- we'd all seen it, I would have been fairly positive. Right. Because yeah. like, I had a lot of fun watching it, because I've been waiting years to finally mm. see this. But um, now that I've been thinking about it, it's, it- it- it's not great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get into it uh, deeply. Let's start with the characters. So, yes. So uh, we've got our main <laughs> five. We've got Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, um, Aquaman, and... Uh, Cyborg. 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 Yeah um and so let's look let, let's look at them we've already seen uh batman wonder woman so how how did it feel uh having them back how was affleck and how was Godot <laughs> in their return appearances
2: you really could tell that they shot this straight after the reviews of BVS came out just by looking at affleck yes yeah. um hello darkness i still think he's the best on-screen batman i think like in terms of comparing him to the character in the comics sure. it's perfect Dialogue-wise, not good. The and, script is not good. And I'm... Yeah, he just
1: didn't want to be there.
0: Hmm. He's I one of my favourite
1: on-screen Bruce Waynes. Yeah. I think oh, yeah, Bruce definitely. Wayne is probably my favourite, and I yeah. love a middle-aged Batman.
0: I do, too. Um, that's what I'm really happy about. I'm, I'm sick and tired of the um, rebooting younger Batman. Hmm. I love... I love an older Batman, a weary Batman who and and the mental Batman
1: that comes out in the comic books. It must be exhausting being Batman and yeah. whether and it was intentional by Ben Affleck or just cuz he had was done, <laughs> it came across he was exhausted, he's yeah. done.
0: I like seeing him be a mentor I like him he finds the light by passing on his knowledge to other people there's a beautiful moment with him and Flash where he does the whole just save Mm. one just save one person then you'll know what to do and Mm. I went that's what Batman is Batman isn't branding fuckers in the dark (laughs) isn't you know going where are the drugs going tell me where the gas is okay he's a he's yeah he's emotionally detached But when he does hit that emotion, he does it in such a precise laser way, it really burns you to the core and you Mm. just go, this is why I love this man. Yeah. Um, So, and Affleck had moments of that. I love the fact that him and Alfred actually worked together. That was good. He spent so much with Batman versus Superman, Alfred going, why are you doing this? You can't do this. He goes, and you go, no. And you just think, and the two of them going, you know, almost doing that whole, we're too old for this shit, but we got to keep going because they will not stop.
2: And that's, And Affleck is great as that, but there was just something in this film that I felt like was holding him back. Yeah, and that's probably because he's either sick of the character or he knew it wasn't going to be good, or maybe it's just the dialogue because the dialogue wasn't. Look, it's a well, especially for Batman. I thought the dialogue wasn't great. That
1: scene between him and Wonder Woman, um, when they're deciding what to do, the plan, yeah, the big Mm. plan, and it's just the two of them, and everyone else is like freaking out, and he he. Has a go at her about her boyfriend. It was. I was like, nah, just. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Hmm. It was badly written, or badly delivered, or badly shot. I don't know what, of, which of the three it was. Yeah, I felt th- nothing for that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So it is a shame because this is what he. This was his redeeming step. This is his way of making up for the horror that was uh, Daredevil back in the early '90s. Yeah. He <sighs> wanted to claim it. He wanted to be a part of this thing. You could see he invested so much in Batman versus. Yeah. Superman. And no matter how much he tries. Yeah, he has been affected by, you know, the negative press. and the, But he, he got quite positive reviews in it. But just how the world that he's a part of now is so derailed in the single yeah. world. And he's there going, I'm on board a sinking ship. And he can see he's got his uh, life preserver and his, you know, escape <laughs> pod over there. Oh, yeah, I'm blending my metaphors. And he's just there going, i, I got to go. I can't stay mm, here. I can't be yeah. attached to another burning
2: wreckage um, and it's a shame because as I said the Batman from the comics hmm. and I'm not not talking like Christopher Nolan's Batman it's it's own thing yeah. same with Keaton it's more Tim Burton's take on the character this is the Batman from the comics yeah. and he's so good but it's a yeah, uh-huh. it is a shame and,
0: um, and especially I think the last role for him was that he lost you know I think he wanted to direct and star in his own Batman film mm. and why, why I think
1: he- if he had his own Batman film yeah, we would have seen something he's better. lost that and he's yeah. gone there's no yeah, point you, know? that, yeah. you yeah. go off and do your
0: own thing now um, so let's look at uh, Gal Gadot as, uh, Gadot, sorry, as um, Wonder Woman so this is her return after her incredible triumph with Wonder Woman in, Wonder Woman in her own solo um, film which is you know the highest grossing origin comic yeah. book film of yeah, all, all time, time. Uh, the big hit positive shaping of the character is great there's been a lot of uh, criticism about in this film, she's kind of more
2: just played up for eye candy. And, yeah, but be- in this film, yeah, th- there was a lot of lingering shots, a lot mm- of
1: butt shots. There was a, a lot. lot of
2: low shots, a lot well. of low and shots. Caitlin
0: yeah. put pointed that, going, mm, "We saw a lot more snatched than we did in the in other ones." That was that was my words. That was no, <laughs> that's fine, <laughs> but true. But um, but but I found I kind of overlooked that because Wonder Woman and Godot are so above that type of stuff that no matter how horribly directed she is because you know Patty Jenkins just knows how to shoot Wonder Woman Mm. um Gal Gadot is so much more comfortable now so much more in the role, she knows how to play it. she knows how to fill the screen, I could sense in Wonder Woman, she was really looked after by Jenkins, just going mm. I will shape you into a movie star I will shape you in the way, how you are to appear on a massive screen, and she hit this Wonder Woman, she goes, I know what I'm doing I know mm. how to do this, and she played a lot more, seemed to have a bit
1: more fun with it, yeah, with yeah.
0: with the limited amount of stuff she had, you know, beautiful scenes at the end when she's there, like she stopped the robbery and all the, the crowd of people come to talk to her. Mm. And she stays there. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. That she was she just cool. talks yeah. to them and chats to them and just go, yeah, and embraces that type, embraces the world. Which they retconned in the, in the Zack Snyder version. They went, oh no, I've just abandoned humanity. And then <laughs> and then Patty Jenkins goes, uh, no, at the end of my film she's going to go, I'm about hope and I'm going to look after yeah. you yeah. and And uh, here she goes, yep, I'm doing that. I'll be a beacon, a symbol of hope, and so, despite all the drag factor of how Snyder and a little bit weedon don't really understand her as a character, mm. she was she elevated that.
3: Yeah.
1: Have you seen One Woman, Jen?
2: Okay. So, what did you think of her performance out of this, without seeing?
1: Uh, I was. T- I got so cynical halfway through, where I was just like. I don't know. Everything seemed a little forced. But mm. then I also had to remind myself you're watching a comic book film. Just fucking chill out, Jen. Yeah. Like stop <laughs> trying to be like that people don't talk like that. Of course they don't because people don't fly or run fast in real world, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So um once I sort of sort of sat back, I I enjoyed her character a lot. Mm. Yeah. Um and I appreciated her presence as part of the group. Um and the Amazons as well, I found were really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, I li- look, I liked her performance and I would now like... I, I still really need to see Wonder Woman, but would we'll, like, enjoy watching that to compare as well. Yeah. To see was, what you just said, where she's come yeah. from. Yeah.
0: I really was glad there was a lot of press about Snyder's costumes. Yeah. And mm. uh, They mm-hmm. changed them completely. Yeah. Really but do. we didn't see much of the... You know the the um midriff. the midriff ones. They were like the people slamming down the 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 wall, so Steppenwolf come on, wouldn't come out. But most of the Amazons that I could see were like fully armored and in yeah. proper actual armor. So yeah. I went, thank gosh, we, we didn't, it didn't just get go... as much airtime as it yeah. seems to have, uh, which I was actually quite impressed with. I don't know if that was a whatever happened, but I'm so glad that we actually had our Amazons for most of our screen time as Amazons, as opposed to just eye candy. We've come so
2: far, we don't want to take any backward steps. Mm. It's interesting that you said that a lot of her stuff felt forced, because I feel like that's just a thing with um, team-ups in general, but I really felt it in this one, especially seeing as it's Joss Whedon, because the first Avengers was the first ever superhero team-up we got on screen. And going back to it, it's got problems like it's a giant faceless army CGI yeah. battle for the final like half hour um as fans it was great
1: dialogue's a bit more relaxed with, as well
2: yeah like with Age of Ultron we kind of saw the same thing it was like this is just the same thing it's kind of force it's more of a team up there there's no as well. there's no um uh, r- meaning for the film there's no like I hate the word, but like, there's no lesson. There's nothing to yeah. learn. Um, the, the same with defenders, and the same with this. It's there's just something about team up films that feels really artificial. Yeah, mm. and maybe it's Joss Whedon.
1: Common denominator. I don't know.
2: It's 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 a mess. It's you know, it
0: was completely shot one way. Mm. The studio stepped in and went, "No, we need to change that completely." Um, Zack Snyder had his personal. Uh, tragedy which is horrible and yep. all that type of stuff and he's dealing with that which is great, then they brought in Whedon to finish it off and then try and shift it completely um, and it is a mess, it's two different visions you see it quite clearly, unlike um, uh, Rogue One where there's two visions, there's, mm. or there's two directors in there, you you know it um, and it flows well I think, I think, it, it actually connects, it's a thing now in modern uh, cinema that you have you know, sometimes reshoots done by a different director. Sometimes it blends, like in Rogue One. Sometimes it doesn't, doesn't like this. Yeah. There was mm-hmm.
1: a lot of, like, serious conversation. Oh, hang on, we're still trying to be a little bit funny? And then the, said so the joke was then forced. And yeah. there was a lot of that I found in a lot of the team scenes when they're all discussing and yeah. talking and things. And yeah. was- if you have
0: someone like, you know, Taika Waititi in charge of a film like with Thor, he knows how, okay, let's get the drama, 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 and then turn it on a dime with a joke, and he knows how to gauge that pace, as opposed to, Snyder's very dark vision uh, a very serious vision and then Whedon coming trying to cherry pick and t- mm. throw things in. Just
1: pop a couple jokes in.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Well you say that but let's move on to The Flash because yes. before Joss Whedon stepped in we did get the little teaser trailer um, which was very Flash focused. A lot of jokes. It was quite light. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of that carries over into this film Yes. Um, it, In terms of The Flash's character. So Maybe Joss Whedon didn't add as many jokes. He added in some of the that, He because... beefed it up a bit more. You yeah, can,
0: like the pet cemetery gag is oh, that so that was Whedon. definitely Whedon. <laughs> it's yeah. so Whedon. Um, uh, like for me, I love Ezra Miller. He's a got great charisma on screen, and because of his charisma and his persona, he sold a lot of those jokes a lot better than with a lesser actor, less charismatic mm-hmm. actor, because a lot of it was a lot more forced, felt forced, but. We've got a Flash on screen, yeah, and he is the definitive Barry yeah. Allen. We've got Guy Gustin. He is mm-hmm. perfection. I'm, yeah, I'm watching perfect. season four, and four I, is going great. So no matter how much felt, I try. Sorry. Yeah.
1: they I just think it got to a point where they relied on him for the comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, they'd say something very serious. I'm like, oh, Flash is going to say something funny. Mm-hmm. The one joke that I laughed out loud, and both me and my partner did, is when he was saying goodbye to the family and the only word he knew, and I can never pronounce this person's name is Dostoyevsky. <laughs> and Patty laughed and I went, What did he say? And he goes, Dostoevsky, the author and I was like, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but that was that was a little bit more it wasn't didn't feel as forced, but I just felt like they constantly were like, quick cut to the flash funny joke. Yeah. Because it's getting too dark and they relied on that yeah. too much where I was like, Ah, oh, stop Mm. Like, and then he became a comedy relief for
2: Yeah, but if you read any Justice League comics, that's all Flashes. His comic relief. Yeah, right. Um, So I think they did a good job of bringing that side. But uh, yeah, because I I always knew it was going to be weird having Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin together. Grant Gustin is perfect. Like, his performance of Barry Allen is amazing. Nothing can top that. Um, and no matter how much they push it as oh this as
0: Jeff Johns has come out and said, Oh it's multiverse, this mm. is just another different dimension, going, Yeah,
2: okay. <sighs> but I feel like he was good like he's um, yeah.
1: he was my stand out performance.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like he sold the character um, he, he was funny. He was charismatic. Uh, for some reason, he couldn't run very well. He kept oh tripping over. Oh my god! Over. What's has up with he, that? Has he ever <laughs> run in his life?
1: Come oh, on, I yes. loved it—the flailing arms. He looked like he was swimming. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I've just
0: watched the most recent Flash episode, and Guston is a bomb. He mm. runs perfectly. and they there going.
1: That's how just you just run. run. Mm. Like I feel like he was thinking about the fact that he was running at like at super speed. Yeah. So like, his flailing arms. He looked like, like a, a muppet. Bomb!
0: Slap that bomb! <laughs> slap, slap that. He bum. looked like a
1: muppet. Yeah. yeah. I did. I found myself laughing when no one else was laughing I'm like because yeah. he looks funny and Flash
0: in yeah. and, and Justice League is very much the cocky guy going hey who's this how's that, how's that? I actually liked how they pulled that back did, and yeah. he's there going beautiful he's actually really self
1: conscious and- yeah,
0: you guys are warriors all I do is run really
2: fast push people
0: and run away <laughs> yep. really cute and mm. so that
2: we saw that development there Yeah, I liked as well how the running animation wasn't <laughs> like the TV show, as much as I love it, they do have budget restrictions, and they just kind of repeat the same animation over and over again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but It was still a case of it didn't really work, like the lightning and stuff like that. They didn't play with it as much. It's just the same thing that they've done in Smallville and stuff like that. They run so fast they
2: can move while well. everyone else is in slow motion. They move normally.
0: Yeah, is yeah. there
1: another way you can do it? Yeah. I wonder. Mm. There's
0: only one beautiful moment, <laughs> but where
2: this it one was a bit more realistic. Um, I still feel like Quicksilver from Days of Future Past is better though, but it was it was pretty. Awesome. I was kind of like that was. Perfect. Is fast
1: speed really that cool? I mean. I mean, Wonder Woman can go kind of fast. She's dodged all those yeah, bullets. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, Superman can run fast. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, fast speed is not mm. really that, that great. great. And
0: if you do the fast speed while everyone else is normal speed, that's when it works. Mm. Like, when the the guys at the start tried to blow up stuff and then went, okay, we're just going to kill all these kids and people, and then Wonder Woman is speeding, and she stops every single that bullet. That was yeah, awesome. That was that's impro- that That's speed. That's the speed yeah. I want to see. Mm.
1: But I guess in a way that Flash is even faster that they can't, have to find a way to show it differently. Yeah, not
2: yeah. work, and that's why Flash is normally played off as the comic relief and team up. Sure, because as we saw in the post-credits sequence, Superman's
1: kind of faster before
2: and he's captured all the power. But
0: that's if a- you know the comics, Superman's <laughs> that faster. Was
1: good when they were rescuing, um, and <laughs> the Flash was like, "Oh, I rescued this family," and Superman's just flying along <laughs> yes. with a, an apartment building under one arm. Oh like, on, man!
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and the one scene where Flash uh, it's where. Superman's just been resurrected, he runs up to him and Superman just looks over with that dad look of, what are you trying to do? <laughs> oh, it's fucking amazing. That's like,
1: scary. That, that kind of scared me. That I was, was a bit scarier. scared yeah. then. And
2: yeah. I just went, really?
1: And okay. Like, oh, they
0: They've made broody Superman for the last two films and they bring him back from the dead and he's gone all pet cemetery. Great. He's gone even darker. That, but, haven't you learned anything? That's not what Superman's about. But you
2: need a superhero battle in a team-up film. You need And he the looks heroes good when he's evil. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Henry Cavill. Yeah. Henry Cavill can
0: only do grrr. But then they gave
1: him a light-hearted line, and it was really weird, which is like, you smell nice. Or he says, you smell nice. And then they're in the field, and we're Although, both like, huh?
0: That's so beautiful. So <laughs> be- that's what Superman's meant to be. Everyone was- goes, how can he be just so, so pure and good and innocent? It works for Chris Evans' as Captain America, and they yeah. make it work. The challenge and the, the drama that he... You have We've to. moved on to Superman characters. All right. Well, we will get there. We'll get well. there. That. So that's that fine. Mo- like then. we can. I'll just say that moment, yeah, yeah, when you've got all of them on top and and Flash goes, okay, I'm fast. I can come around. And then Superman just spots him and goes, in. no, I see you. And he's I'm like, taking you down. can I backtrack? <laughs> <laughs> You're going too fast to go no, backwards. I don't know how to run. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to the others that we haven't got before we get to Superman uh, Aquaman. Let's yeah, go, yeah. Momoa. Momoa was great.
1: Uh, nah. I just think Aqu- Aquaman wasn't given enough to do.
0: No, and from what I've heard, a lot has been cut out. Oh, he, okay, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. And they're going to go, nah, he gets his own movie. And yeah, so- it was kind
1: of like, well, I'm going to pop back to the the town that I left, my city. Yeah. Oh, why not? Oh, it happens to be a bad dude here. Okay, well, now I get a trident. I don't know. I just got nothing from him. I love Jason Momoa. Yeah. I think he's you know he's the same like one-trick pony, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know, I, just, I wanted more. And also, like, fighting, I was like, where is the big water thing you're going to do? Like, that, an awesome yeah. water thing.
0: Yeah, they were going, you know... You're you fighting ta- with you, the take your, you take your character out of the water. He also yeah.
1: had a bit of super speed at one point. Well, that's the thing,
0: because they played up the whole... The, um, the Atlanteans yeah. were kind of like, a variation of godlike, not, like, demigod-type yeah. setup. Yeah, so uh, Yeah, They were playing yeah. on that, that they had super speed, super sure. strength, super stuff. They weren't just, like, humanoid. They were... So you've got, you know, you've got Kryptonian alien, then the next step down is... God, mm. which is weird. Like you've got uh, Wonder Woman there, and then you've got like the Atlanteans were kind of like demigod level underneath. Yeah, I just that. want I want yeah. more,
1: and I guess we'll get more out of the film. Yes, which yes. I'm looking forward
0: to. I went. It was enough of a hint and enough of a tease to go. Okay, he's in a dark place. He's rejected his heritage. He's been rejected because right. yeah. he's a half breed. Yeah, um, that type of stuff. He, you could see the drama with him and and Mira, which was awesome. Good to see him, uh, um, Amber Heard. There. Mm -hmm. But they cut out a lot of stuff. Apparently, um, William Dafoe was meant to be there. Okay. Okay. I could see them go. They cut out a lot of this film as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of 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 Cyborg cut out, a lot of Aquaman cut out, and they're going. But they missed a trick. They set the final battle. Just in the middle of land, so there was no There's chance nothing. of seeing Aquaman control the water, use Ooh. that water, throw yeah. a throw a, a whale. At there Stepper was a point
1: Wolf. where Batman says, or Bruce Wayne says to him, something, just before the "Do you talk to fish?" joke, about <laughs> sending out some sort of sonar or whatever yeah. he says, and I was like, "Oh, so he's going to go do something cool? Like it's going to be a tsunami or something?" Yeah, and no. then I was waiting for that, and it didn't happen. No, nah, well,
0: mm. I think again, I think they're just holding off. Going okay, okay, you want to see the cool water shit?
1: Sea
2: Aquaman. See Aquaman. Yeah. Um Which I'm okay with. Yeah. I think for me, again, it's the same as Batman. Is it the script or is it yeah. the performance? It felt it didn't feel right. All his stuff with Ben Affleck though I really like. Yeah, a good of, charisma. Yeah.
1: And um the beautiful
0: moment when he's sitting on the uh the lasso. Yes. That was cute. <laughs> that was so good. It was <laughs> good. <laughs> he goes, I don't wanna I don't wanna die, I've got shit to do. That was
2: classic Whedon. It was, was cute. great. Yeah. yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Um, I liked how he kind of just reveals the fact that Bruce Wayne's Batman to an entire country okay, that, that yeah. happens a that speak English. Lot. That happens a
0: lot yeah. in this movie. Like, you know, <laughs> he's there talking to Alfred and he goes, Alfred? And right in front of
2: a, a, a criminal. The criminal's going to go, there's not many Alfreds in Gotham. I can just Google <laughs> yep. this. Yeah. Um, um, but I thought his stuff was good. The scene with Amanda Heard, uh she's great. I'm looking forward to the film. I like what James Wan said straight after this came out. In We're not using the bubble. The air We're not doing that bubble
0: stuff in I my I was film. not
1: cool with that bubble.
2: And, and no one is.
0: You're Everyone. born
1: underwater. You can communicate yeah, underwater. And
0: One <laughs> came out straight away and said, air bubbles are... F-
1: okay, good, because I thought I was the only one that hated no, no, it. I no, no, no. was like, that was I cool. Thought, like They got around it really well. I'm like, it was shit. There's th- so many better ways.
0: I just went, that's... And th- I said, that's okay for this moment because I just I wanted to... Not because it would have been distracting. Going, all right. And they even
1: went. he was like, "I'm touching the wall of this waterfall," yeah. and I'm like,
3: oh.
0: <laughs> "But yeah," one said, "No, no, no, yeah, just wait."
3: Okay, yeah. so we're going to find out how they yeah. communicate it's underwater. Be That's great. great.
0: Mm. It's gonna I hope awesome. so.
3: Yeah,
2: I've got a lot of faith in one, I think. And the cool. costumes are really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. Or the kept, Atlanteans. And
3: they get yeah. the
0: color. There was color there. It was like mm. a bit of green. Yeah. You know, and and that's a variation of the costume. Aquaman has gone through so many yeah. variations. Yeah. He's very much reactionary, going, uh, he's just a blonde guy with this stuff. Okay. We'll change it this way. We'll make him lose an arm. And then we'll put him in a beard. Then he's no beard. Then he's all beard. Now he's doing this, doing that. They've changed <laughs> him so many times. I go, please like Aquaman. Yeah. I think yeah. it's great casting to bring in a, a you know, a Polynesian, island type of you know, character to play it. Um, Hawaiian. Yeah, Hawaiian, that's right, he is Hawaiian.
1: He's Uh Apologies. I don't know why the. D- I get maybe it's an Atlantean thing, they all have blue eyes. But I just, it just threw me. His oh, contacts. I can't, I can't like the True. contacts. They were piercing, but not in a good way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't find. know,
1: I like his brown eyes, but that's just Jason Momoa, not
0: Aquaman. So. Um, mm. But yeah, <laughs> and I do love the... Uh, yeah, he... You could see he's just so happy to be in a mainstream film. Yeah. Momoa. He's just going... Yeah. Like, oh, I'm here man. I'm having I'm fun. I'm, let's have He was having fun. fun.
1: He yeah. was having fun. unlike yeah. everyone else that was trying really hard. And that's what
0: we needed. Yeah. Uh Cyborg, Cyborg has
2: been edited <laughs> a lot. They and reshot about 80 like 70 to 80% of his fi- of his s- scenes yeah. where were completely reshot. I didn't um know. I don't know if it was because of the performance or they changed the story around, but
1: I don't know it, it I didn't hate him as much as I was led to believe I should.
2: Yeah. It felt like they were leading up to a big character moment for him. Yeah. But they never revealed it. No. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Cyborg is one of the
0: most boring characters in the DC world. I've never mm-hmm. really liked Cyborg as a character. Uh, Ray Fisher, who plays him, did a great job, I think. He yeah. uh, yeah, played a little bit broody at the start and then found a bit of hope and purpose in his life. At the end, when they were actually constructing the Cyborg more familiar costume, that gave yeah. me a frisson That's of true. excitement going, mm-hmm. as opposed to this little, sort of like, um, you know, 0.5 version of Cyborg. Um, there's some weird stuff in there. Like, you've got... <laughs> A super strong cyborg character and a super speedy character Uh digging up a grave Uh just at regular speed. You're there going... We've got to this point in uh, the DC Cinematic Universe where we're digging up a grave and we're making it a thing. It's a character bonding moment. Yeah. It's like Burke and the Hare. The fist bump.
3: <laughs> that was good, actually. I didn't mind. Uh, got the a good, fist said, bump dialogue. at the end. Yeah.
0: We, did, we did get this. We did we the fist bump. And we got um, Booyah, which is a catchphrase for mm-hmm. for, um, for Cyborg. Um, I thought the performance was good, but I can see it was headly, heavily edited. They took out yeah. a lot of his backstory, a lot of his moments. It's a real
1: problem when you can see the editing in a film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you can be like, oh... Yeah, and that's
0: a shame because Momoa, you're there going. Oh, they cut a lot, but we're going to get these films yeah. next year. There's Cyborg, no more Cyborg, yeah. Cyborg's gone. Unless we get yeah, I well, doubt well, get him it. in Teen Titans, the TV series when that comes out. That's not canon in terms of the universe. Though. No, it's going to be Belanti. That's going to be right it's going to be the it's going to be Belanti universe, which is yeah. sort of better anyway.
2: Um, yeah, I agree. So I kind of put Cyborg in the same level as Martian Manhunter in that like he's a good team player, but as a character. It's kind of whatever, no, yeah. but they made Martian Manhunter amazing in Supergirl, so I had a bit of hope for yes. him. Uh, I probably shouldn't have, because yeah, I was—I still feel like he was the weakest in the film. No, no, and I, it's I, not the performance; it's just he's so bland. And they and they
0: and they made him bland because they yeah. took out so much of they his purposely. stuff. They didn't, you know. He, he came was across as char-
1: very just angsty, and he was charged mm. by
0: the mother. Box, but there was no the mother cube, but there was no yeah. more than that. Like, there's yeah, was that going to be a part of it that step more? No, they just wanted to get the cubes, and then it was so hard to get them. And at the end, they're just abandoned, left around. Yeah, yeah. I
1: was like, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, because this was originally part one, okay, Justice League, and then part two was going to be Darkseid. you can see that so much. It yeah. was meant to be part one of a two. Yeah, trilogy, and they went no. <laughs> um,
0: okay, let's go on to the final member of just the sixth member who came in halfway through. Mm-hmm. Superman. Superman. Superman is back. Henry Cavill is Stupid back. Man. Superman. Well, you said Superman. Please,
1: it's Superman. Put you in a stupor.
0: Okay, so. Um, Uh, There's been a lot of talk about the fact that (laughs) Cavill has been shooting um, Mission Impossible 6, Paramount, just because they're bitches. Little, little bitches went, oh, no, you're contractually obligated to keep your moustache.
1: I'd forgotten about that until you guys mentioned it. I was like, there was something going on with his upper lip. Yeah.
0: He didn't have to. My, Paramount could have just gone, yeah, that's fine, shave it off. We'll just get you're fakie. We'll get you a five dollar fakie one for God's sake. Paramount
2: went, no, you what? Screw you.
0: We're, we're going to spend
2: millions and millions of yeah, dollars. We're going to make you CGI off the mo. Um, and the reshoots was enough. Just yeah. b- by the way, th- this is a three hundred million dollar film. Yeah. W- with the mustache removal and the reshoots in the... Anyway. Yeah. So, So, um,
0: (laughs) Cavill came back. There's been uh, a lot of talk about the Mo, and there's been a lot of talk about shifting the focus of the character in Man of Steel and um, uh, Batman vs. Superman. There's been a lot of talk about the fact that this is proto-Superman. This Mm -hmm. is not the Superman we know. This is the Superman leading up to become the figure that is Superman. So, Mm -hmm. he was angsty in the first film uh, Man of Steel A lot of outcry, me, one of them from the fans was he just decimates Metropolis without any care about collateral damage, about civilians, anything like that. He just goes up against Zod. That's not the the, Superman we know. That's not the Superman we know. And they go, but that's not the Superman we know. That's the whole point. And then same with uh, Batman versus Superman. He becomes this beacon of hope, but in a very, like... Cult like but dark mm. way. So, the moment where he saves these people and they're like touching his chest, and they go, oh, mm. but he doesn't look happy about it. He's just going, Yes, I am. And he feels that burden that he has yeah. to hold. But this was the film to purposely push the fact that he is back and he's assumed this role and he is a beacon of hope. Um, despite the fact he comes back, pet cemetery, and he's all evil mm. and dark, and it's <laughs> up to
2: Lois Lane to save him. Mm. That was a great scene though, where he comes back and like y- you can just feel the power that Superman has when yes. he's just throwing the members of the Justice and that's League the, around. And that's the thing What I love about Superman, that he was raised
0: by decent people. And so he has to battle with the fact that, no this is the person I want to be and this is the power I have to control. Yeah. Which they explored well when Smallville was good in its early days. Yeah. The fact that you know he wants to be good. He doesn't want to be normal. He embraces the mm. power that he has, but he wants to control it. He wants to be able to live up to those ideals uh, as opposed yeah. to you know the Cavill version, which is sort of like, don't you know how much pain there is? And going, oh, I don't really care.
2: Okay, I do. But, well... Uh If we did record that episode leading into Justice League, my thing is none of the on-screen Superman. Like, I think Tom Welling as Clark Kent is great. Christopher Reeve as Clark Kent is great. But no one's great as Superman. Yeah. Um, And I feel like they almost got there with this film. Because he, like, in the second half of the movie, you know, where he's cracking jokes, he's smiling, he's he's going out of his way to save people. (laughs) People. The line where he that actually goes,
0: you fight him, I'm going to save the civilians. Yeah. You go,
2: finally! Whoa
0: Yeah. I want to see that. I w- that's the whole point of Superman, to go, how do I stop this and how do I save these people? Mm-hmm. And that's what works so well in the Christopher Reeve movies. In the second one, especially when he goes up against Zod and Ursa and, and they realize, they go... He cares. That's his weakness. We can use that against him. And Superman goes, I've got to do this. I've got to, I've got to, the point where he runs away, he flies away because he goes, no, I've got to get away from this. I've got to draw the people away from these evil people, away from the innocent civilians. Mm. The Transformer movies never learned that. Mm. They went,
3: hmm,
2: where are we going to have our epic battle? Right in the middle of fucking Chicago (laughs) or a city. Yeah. This was also a relatively depowered Superman as well. Which, uh, the thing with the Christopher Reeve films is is they came out a couple years after the comics realised people don't like Superman where he's just this powerful guy who can kind of do whatever he wants. Yeah, he nothing can, can hurt spin him. around the world to reverse time and rebuild the, the wall with his mind. I can sense your sarcasm, but I'm... I'm, I'm, the, I'm... Comics, <laughs> the comics went, we're going to depower him. Hmm. Um, he can... Yeah, he can bleed, uh, like the line from BVS. Um, he has a weakness that isn't kryptonite, and they brought that into this film to kind of bring him back to that point in the comics, which I like. Uh, my only thing is, though, I don't think Henry Cavill, <laughs> and again, it could be the script, I don't think he was that great as mm-hmm. an actor with the CGI mode to the side... I thought that... And again, it could be the research as well, because it was right in the middle of Mission Impossible, so it, it could be hard to get back into the character, maybe. But, um, yeah, I didn't like his performance. What about you? What do you think about Kavila's Superman, Jen?
1: I, um, see, I like him, but then I'm a big Christopher Reeve yeah. gal. But I think you're right in that there's been a lot of good Clark Kent's, mm. not a, a lot of great Superman, Supermans. <laughs> um I don't know. I just I, I find him really likable, but I didn't like his performance in this film. Um, but then so, I didn't like anyone's performance uh, in this yeah, film. I, <laughs> um,
0: I disagree with Sandra. I adore Christopher Reeve is the perfect Superman. I love they flipped Clark Kent because Clark Kent was just mild mannered, but Reeve went no, let's make him complete. That's the performance. Yeah. Because Superman is you know True. yeah that's yeah. not his mm-hmm. secret identity. That's who he really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Clark Kent is his persona. Mm. Um. So when you see him as Superman he's not putting on anything and that's what Christopher Reeves said this beautiful thing let the costume do the work you don't have to put on a character yeah you don't have to be super mad so, and you see him like the first time he meets Lois with the Christopher Reeves he like sits down he crosses his legs he just has a conversation <laughs> but he's just down straight and that purity of him that he can you know stop a ship of uh, bank robbers and be hit by something of bad vibrations and and he can also save a kitten from a tree and yeah. give to the girl, um, and but then spin the world back front. But then you can see when he loses Lois, he screams to the point that can shatter the world. You feel that, you feel that power within Christopher Reeve because he was such an incredible actor, a beautiful actor. And it's such a shame that he became so typecast that we didn't get to see more yeah. of the range that he had. He blew Julia away when he was there as a young man. Um, And I love that type of stuff, whereas he balanced as that beautiful. The darkness is there, but you see that fight. But with poor old Cavill, he's just... Too dark. Too dark. Mm. And for me, like I said in my review online, it's too little too late. I love the fact that he saved the citizens. I love the fact that he made jokes. He was laughing. You actually see Superman smile. I love the fact that Amy Adams comes and snaps him out of it. Mm. That's so cliche, but that is Superman. Lois just shows up and he goes bang It goes back to Smallville and sits there and goes let me just get my headspace and you know and Lois goes this is who you are and he goes yep that's who I am yeah. that's what snatched him back um, but all that type of stuff was just a little too late and that beautiful moment right at the end the final shot is Caville noticing there's something he runs around the corner Takes off the glasses and opens up the shirt. Yes. That was going, cool. That's that was good. That is Superman. I don't care what anyone says. That is Superman. For me, he is the purity. He is hope. He is that goodwill. The darkness is there, but he always finds the light.
2: Yeah, and um, I think that now we've seen this darker side of Cavill. If they do go through, because they were talking about doing he is, that he Man contracted. of Tomorrow film. Yes, I think was the working title. Because he is contracted for one more. Yeah, if they do go through with that, I think seeing the darker side of him. Uh, will be a good contrast for his performance. Um, I just don't like him in this film. It's no, just my personal no, no. opinion. It, because, I wasn't a big fan. Because they, you know, they
0: betrayed the dark version that he's done in the first two and tried to bring in the better version of Superman. Yeah. But we've seen him that way, that he, and he wasn't good enough to flip it. It was maybe too much of a gear change. Probably.
2: But um, I feel like he was still trying to play... Uh, that um,
3: uh,
2: the Superman who's not dialogue heavy, yeah. yeah, which is what I feel like Man of Steel was, he did a lot with his eyes and that type yeah. of thing, but not dialogue. And I think he was still trying to do that, but the but script wanted him <laughs> to do dialogue. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do
0: this. So yeah, for me, he was the biggest disappointment because you know Superman isn't one of my favourites, but I love what he stands for. He has to be that balance. You know, the people who live in the muck and the murk—that's Bruce. Mm. Bruce is in there. Bruce is—he deals we with. We need out so, light. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. De- he deals with that, so you know Clark doesn't have to, and you know same with um. You know, we've got a god, a human, and uh, an alien. That's the trinity of DC. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, so that's uh, the characters that we've talked uh, a lot about. We next have on the list. Fuck, I've lost my list. Uh, um, okay, let's look at. I'll uh, do very briefly villain. The main villain is Steppenwolf. <laughs> who's not one of the most interesting characters
2: ever.
1: Um, Great in theory. In theory.
3: I mean, <laughs> well, he, yeah. Because
2: te- ori- originally it was meant to be. Ah, oh, Steppenwolf is here, which means Dark Side's coming. They, they defeat mentions, Steppenwolf, yeah. and then the end of the movie—it's Dark Side. They cut the, the Dark Side part out because this isn't part one anymore. It's just Steppenwolf, and it's the most cliched CGI <laughs> for the um, for
1: the destroyer of worlds. He's pretty lame. He's pretty lame, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. easily beaten. <laughs> I
2: yep. mean, no matter how good
0: Cillian Hands is, the voice actor is amazing. He's done great stuff. He's da- He was uh, Aberforth in uh, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor, um, but the character was just bland and boring. And because he was meant to be the footstep into the second one, so you get Darkseid. They did mention Darkseid once, which gave me a little bit of a, an erection. Because <laughs> Darkseid is incredible. Darkseid mm. is the uber villain. Him in Apocalypse is just they. he is... Insanely bad, but <coughs> DC realized they had to do a switch. They're so a reactionary company, they went okay, we'll try and do what Marvel does, and they just have big villains like Thanos and stuff like that. And then they get there and they go, Oh, right, no, we don't do that well. Um, okay, so we'll shift it. And as we can see from the post credit sequence, which we'll talk about, they'll try a different angle, which is a smart <laughs> way of doing it. But this film suffered because you get our big villain is. Really bland, who mm. would be a precursor to a bigger villain mm. in the second film, but we've taken
2: that bigger villain away. You yeah. just go, well, this is shit. Yeah. Saying that, though, I had fun with Steppenwolf. You'd had fun with him? I thought he wasn't that good of a villain, uh, but compared to Batman vs. Superman, where you had a very performance heavy villain in Lex Luthor, mm. I liked the fact that they just kind of went, here's an evil guy. That's it. That's all the development.
1: Um, and, and that gives you more time straight to focus. up bad dude.
2: Yeah. and I like that.
0: And more time to focus on the, our heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and also that one scene, uh, the best action scene in the entire film on Themyscira with the Amazon.
0: Yeah. How good was that? That was really keep good. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. And these are just it was shot beautifully. Shot incredibly well. That's what he, that was. weed. that was that was Zack Snyder. Mm. That was Snyder. He knows how to capture a shot yeah. and keep it going. And that was. They were nameless Amazons who were doing their job. Yeah. That was a beautiful Um, moment.
2: And I thought he worked really well in that. But then from that point onwards, he just kind of became bland. I think the action in general wasn't very good from that point onwards. They peaked very early. I don't Mm. know. Like, what did you think? Was any of the action sequences interesting? That one was.
1: um, I just thought that was really well shot, The when they were running away with the horse. The last... And again, I had that moment of like... This isn't. This is right. And I was like, Jen, you're watching a comic book <laughs> movie. Of course, they're not going to kill the main characters off with one blow because you see the Amazon's getting killed with one blow from Steppenwolf, yeah. and then he's like beating up on whoever, and they're taking hits and hits and hits. And I'm like, Jen, they're com- like, come on, they're superheroes. But yeah, I don't know. I was just like, the final action sequence was. I thought it was just too long. And, yeah, okay. And you, right, they peaked too early, I That's think. That's a
2: staple of Joss Whedon, the final action sequence being too long, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't
1: know. They're so, like, um, we've got him, we've got him up. Oh, no, we don't. He's just gotten angrier. <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. him, you know go what? again, and then, like, and then fucking.
0: You don't yeah. want to see Stephen Wolf when he's angry. And then, <laughs> Actually, yes. Can we just have anything? And then
1: Aquaman was suddenly stronger.
3: Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> something
1: true. he had more, like, he had more damage. Mm-hmm. I was like, what happened here? Damage points. Yeah, it was so, it was weird. I don't know. Can I talk about,
0: the, the, everyone's talked about it, but, you know, the addition of the Russian family. That yeah. They don't really do anything. And uh, they tried to connect with them, but you don't really yeah. connect with them because you don't know why they're there. And they get the bug spray, but they don't even use it. They just keep hidden. And then and then Flash drives them away to safety. He has yeah, a
1: weird little bit of, like, we want to make you love this family so that when like- they get... S- yeah.
3: yeah,
2: I get the concept of like,
0: yeah, they've got the big world. Let's focus on the little world
2: stuff. That's but another Whedon connect. thing, though. Like, he does that in pretty much all his major motion picture films. He does that. Yeah. He just like, has a family. Like, in Sokovia, they did it there as well with Age of Ultron. And in the first one, there's the, the waitress who, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Little moments like that are cool. Even the uh, Harry Dean Stanton appears with, you know, you, go, you really landed, buck ass nude. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, it just, but but yeah, it, it felt d- out of place here It, 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 it w- He didn't earn that It wasn't yep. earned enough To get to
2: get connected with his family Or mm. realise what's going on mm. um, Oh, one action sequence I liked Was the flashback one Where you see Zeus yep. And a green lantern <gasps> which, Yeah, I was like, is that
1: a green lantern? Which, <laughs> which,
2: which oh yeah that That's, that yeah. was a massive nerdgasm in summary, I'll tell you that. That With was that, a, real, that a really really good scene. And, and the cool
0: this. line from the trailer that was cut out, you know, no protectors, no Kryptonian, True. no Lanterns. Yep, you know, that, that was, was cut, cut out. out of the film. Um, but to see, yeah, to see the Green Lantern ring, mm. you know, yeah, it, and there was that beautiful moment. Yeah, oh my God, the Lantern's dead. The ring's going off to find the next one who's worthy. I love that shit. Green Lantern's one of my favourite comic book characters of all time. Yes. And, um, I've had to endure a lot of <laughs> bad stuff to hopefully get some decent Green Lantern at some point. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping Green Lantern Corps will come out in 2020 and it will be what it should be. Buddy Cops in space, <laughs> which can make imaginary baseball bats and gloves and patching, you know, catching mitts and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um and make it Hal Jordan. Oh no, it's, yeah, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan for Green Lantern. Well, I heard it's going to be a Buddy Cops so and it's going to be Hal Jordan teaching uh, John Stewart, so it's going to be Yeah. You know, I want that, but yeah. Okay, let's talk about uh, post-credit sequences. Ooh, so okay. mid mid credits, we got uh, awesome. you know, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah Superman, uh, Superman versus uh, Flash, which was that a good, was little, sweet. good little cute little gag. Um, <laughs> the stretching and the warming up. Yeah, did Superman actually stretch? No. Did I notice him stretch? Because <laughs> I don't think so. I, knew, I saw like Ezra was there stretching and stuff like that, and I was, I, I want to imagine that just <laughs> to pretend stretch,
1: Superman,
0: <laughs> just to make <laughs> I feel him feel. Like,
1: Feel the burn. Oh, Ooh, the that's burn. like kryptonite, yeah. you know. Are you
0: stretching now? It's got an itch. It's a super itch. Um, I thought that, that was
1: sweet because there was a moment in the film where I was like, "Who's faster?" Yeah, and, that, they, and know, We still it. don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Well, We're if you read the comic Superman. books, yeah. it's
0: either a tie. Mm. Or Superman wins. Yeah, I feel yeah. like
1: Superman be the one that would let him win though.
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't let him win. So he I'd goes, like
1: to see tight. him let the Flash win, but then regret mm. it because the Flash always like, oh, Flash, I'm faster than Superman. woo! yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, All right, kid, don't get cocky, kind of thing. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, yeah. Very hard. Um, oh, but just there's for a great re- cut. Yeah. The, the, that's a great uh, crossover one in the animated one. Uh, the animated uh, Superman. Do uh... you see the one with Flash and they do the race across? Oh yeah, yeah. Race across yeah. the world. Yeah, of course.
2: And, um, and there's the scene with, in the first team up with Arrow as well, where they kind of do the same thing, except instead of running, Arrow finds the arrow, arrow and catches and then he it. That's cool. Off, That's a beautiful one. that was good as well. Uh, that actually just re- reminded me of the post title sequence, which we didn't talk about, where Superman <laughs> is um, talking to a bunch of kids on yeah, the Yeah, that was
1: really weird. Oh, right at the start. Yeah. Oh, the
0: cold
2: opener. I yeah, actually yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. Well, uh,
1: I, didn't, I thought I was going to find out later what he says.
0: Um, basically so I think that was a direct reaction to the fact that Superman didn't connect with anybody and he was just all dark and godlike and stuff like that so what? yeah they just shot this thing of like you know why you like being Superman what is it about what's your you favourite thing about um, Earth or whatever it yeah, is? and he goes
1: yeah. oh I know and then they cut and I was like is no, it the people it,
0: no it's Lois I thought was the best. Yeah. But he's, uh, he's talking to the kids and that's what, it, you know, yeah. Superman's yeah. great with the kids. He saves cats for, you know, kids who can't get to it. You know, he looks after the kids. Like Matt Smith's 11th Doctor, mm. is the children's yeah. doctor. He mm. knows how to connect with kids. Superman is the one, that, you know. Um,
1: I didn't like, I don't know. It felt, I thought it was he was completely CGI. He didn't look, <laughs> I Yeah. Because then when yeah. you, because someone was like, oh, CGI Superman. And I was, because then it even said cre- Superman created by in the credits and I was like, what is they what do they creating? And then I remembered the mustache thing. But in that opening that cold opening, he looked fake. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: but Superman was caressed by yeah uh, uh, seagull and shoes up.
2: Yeah. So. Um and I there was that line which is just classic section I where it was like, Oh yes, the S's are it stands for hope, but it's also a river. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, God, sure.
1: stop Snyder, stop coming adding Coming together, on <laughs> and yeah,
2: it's a metaphor
0: upon a metaphor upon a metaphor. So, uh, oh, anyway, end of the whole film. We've stick to the end, uh, they mix things up a bit. We're not going to get Dark Side. They've decided to go for something a bit different. We have Lex Luthor escape from the prison, and he's on a- on a boat. He's on boat. a boat. Uh, and Deathstroke had a lonely up. island reference. It
2: was a lonely island <laughs> yes. reference. Uh, and nice. Deathstroke appears. Deathstroke Terminator yeah. now. This film came out right in the middle of what Arrow is currently doing which is bringing back Manu Bennett as Deathstroke yeah. and dealing with his son.
3: Right.
2: It's a two-parter. Part 1 came out, then Justice League, then part 2. <laughs> so it was really weird seeing them both side by side because yeah. Manu because Deathstroke's a kind of boring ish character in the comics. Sam, yeah. W- 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 uh, Wilson Wade is, is yeah, so boring. Yeah. I think it depends which version you read. Um, but in Arrow, he's hands down amazing. Like, okay. he is brilliant. Uh, and then you get this one Wade Wilson. On I right. think it's. No, Wade Wilson is um, Is boring. Uh, What's his name? Uh, uh, Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Yes. I knew those were Wilson. And then there's there, Connor <laughs> s- something Wilson! as well. For, it's a and then you get Joe Manganiello, I think, is playing him in this one. I call him uh, Mr. Sophie, uh, Sophia Sophia Bagara. <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> um, he looked good. He looked good with the with yeah. the with the white goatee and the and the. I didn't think so. Oh well, well, uh, that, like that's why we're allowed to have our own opinions, okay. Andrew. The costume is yeah. good,
2: though. I the Costume I was pretty good. I like the costume. Yeah, yeah. Again, it was like the Green Lantern, like, nerdgasm type thing. we are like, oh, it's Deathstroke on the big screen and it looks good. Um, <laughs> and he's hanging out with Lex with, with Luthor on a boat.
0: <laughs> I will
1: always remember that moment of that. The first time I really experienced that was um, at the end of Thor 1, where they found the shield. Captain oh, America. Yeah. Sure. And everyone was like, ah! And I was like, what? What? Like, I was like, it's Captain America's shield. I was like. That's cool. Yeah. Like I remember that. Very. That was the first time I ever experienced that, and it's like, yeah. it's, it's a cool feeling.
2: Yeah, I like the line. Where they're like, we, we need a we need a league of our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh then yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, he
0: they- said
1: that, and I was like, they're doing League of Their Own. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a great yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. There's no village in baseball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I would love
2: to see this version of Lex Luthor. <laughs>
1: As as the coach, <laughs> that's what as this a washed gonna... up coach who's like not washed up, but just kind of like that's what we're to gonna have. Himself. We're gonna
0: have yeah the the mighty team up of the Legion of Doom and uh, Justice League. They do all baseball game. Just the game. Amazons
1: <laughs> playing baseball. Yeah, and then
0: Would Wonder watch. Woman has to, uh, so uh, Wonder Woman sings. What? This used to be my playground. <laughs> that's a deep cut right there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, if you remember that reference. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, so. It's either going to be Injustice, it's either going to be the secret society of supervillains, or it's going to be Legion of mm. Doom. Um, and that's what I thought would be a smarter move for them. Don't go for a big otherworldly monster villain like Dark Side. That can come in later on. At, do something that Marvel haven't done yet, which is massive team up versus massive team up. Yeah. But as we've found out a from dance the- off. A dance-off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you do yeah, play some uh, ballet basketball. Uh, I came b-
1: out of it and I just said, "That was a color by numbers." Let's get the band back together. Definitely, yeah. yeah. One one member is really reluctant, and I was kind of like, eh, "That's it." Yeah, really for me. <laughs> hmm.
2: Yes, they don't I... have enough of a rogues gallery to really do a team up yet, though. I think because like no, no one but likes like the... Luthor. What's that? No, no one really no likes one him. Likes Jesse Eisenberg's um, Zod's, Zod's, Zod's Zod. dead. Uh, Steppenwolf is dead. Yeah. So.
0: The next one would be. Well, but they've got all the through. villains from um, uh, Suicide Squad.
2: And
1: Oh, great. Yay.
0: Sorry. Well, <laughs> Suicide Sarcasm. Squad
2: 2 is happening. Apparently Black Adam's a villain in that. So. Oh, yeah, because they're trying to connect it all together.
0: Anyway. Um, <laughs> so it needed to make a bucket load of money. It needed to really <clears> kick <throat> it hard. So if you look at it uh, in relation to. Um, uh, the Avengers got about 200 million. Mm-hmm. When it for, when it came out, Batman vs Superman was 160 million. Um, uh, Suicide Squad was 120. Yeah, this is
2: just broken even
0: and. Um, this, in its first three days, it made ninety three. <gasps> yeah. Now, it's a sad state of affairs that we're in a world where $93 million it's in three lot. days is not good enough. Yeah. But considering they have spent 3 million, $300 $300, million. Million. <laughs> 3 <million. Woo-hoo. laughs> 300 million just on the film, yeah. that's not including
2: however many million on marketing. Exactly. Which is where Suicide Squad uh, came in as well, with the marketing and everything. Yeah.
0: So, um, it... It needs to make a lot of money. And it's going mm. apparently it's gonna lose about fifty to a hundred million dollars. Yeah.
2: yeah. it's currently made uh three million uh three hundred. Yeah. Um which is not And that's with that's with international sales. And that's international as well. Yeah. Uh, I think with Suicide Squad as well though, it took about a month before it properly kicked off worldwide. Really? Yeah. See so... I thought
1: now everyone that's seen it everyone that's gone to see it in the hopes that it's the, you know, yeah. the saviour of the DC universe, have seen it. And now it's all going to be word of mouth being like, don't bother, don't bother. Yeah. So I th-
0: it's amazing how much people wanted word of mouth before they saw it. Like, yeah. I, I, I did a teaser thing on my Facebook feed going, you'll have to listen to the review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and my friend went, no, tell me right now. I said, well, I'll, I can't. I said, no, nah, screw you, screw you. And then I did my spoiler-free review. Just to tell people what to do, people went.
2: Yeah, yeah. thanks. Now I know what. what now I know, won't bother. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, people yeah. actually did go see it. Yeah, um, um, I saw a campaign going around called the Six for Six, in which real fans of DC have to see this film six times, so it makes oh, the right amount. I just that's I the that was other. Quite funny. there's also the petition real DC out. fans. There's the petition
0: <laughs> going around for Zack Snyder fans who want them to release. They want DC to release uh, Snyder's cut. Um, okay, so here we are. Ratings time. What do we give this film? We have spoken a lot about uh, uh, Justice League, and it, I think our ratings might have been different if we'd done it two weeks ago. Definitely, so, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sandra, we'll
2: start with you. Okay, what do you give? Uh, what's your rating for Justice League?
3: Um.
2: Okay. So again, I had fun with this film. I haven't rewatched it. I probably won't <laughs> ever. Um, oh, it's hard because as a film fan. I'd probably give it one thumb down. Right. But just like actually, we were talking about this. Just like Revenge of the Sith, for example. <laughs> um, even though like the two films before it were pretty bad, so it makes it seem pretty good in comparison. Yeah. Uh, as a fan, I still think it's all right, but technically, it's not very good. Yeah. But again, I had fun with it, and I like what they're doing. It's a step in the right direction. I'm going to give it a schmear.
1: Yep. Okay. A schmier. okay. How you doing schmier? Yeah, who's oh, What, a, yeah, here's yeah.
0: Schmier. Schmier. what yeah. about you, Jen? Coming
1: out, I was a schmier, yeah. but now I'm a thumb down. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. had we reviewed it when we reviewed it, I probably would have still been in the on, In the schmier. Schmier. Yeah. It's kind of not even a schmier or a schmier, it's a schmier. Okay. Okay. Um, um And now I'm a thumb down. Right. Because okay. I've just kind of I've forgotten. Yeah. It's forgettable. It's a very forgettable film. Yeah. yeah.
0: I will watch it again. I don't think I'll go see it in the cinemas again. Um, but yeah, it, it's... it. Uh, it's too much of a mess to give it any type of thumb up. Um, I don't think it's a complete thumb down, so I give it a sh- eh. I get yeah. Okay. It's just there's too much wrong with it for it to be a complete success. Yeah. It's it the fact that they got it done and got it in some sort of co- you know anything that might be even remotely cohesion is a miracle, but it's just, it's, it's too messy. It's too confused. It's Mm. too split focused. Um, but there is, that's a good way to describe it. Split focus. That's that's actually
1: exactly what I'm thinking. mm, Yeah. And
0: it shows, it shows on screen. So that's where we're at. We'd love to hear what you think of it. Um, what do you think of the film? What do you think of what we've talked about here? Uh, um, and we'd love to hear more of it, but, um, Coming up, we've still got more things to talk about in the next coming weeks. What are we going to
2: do next week? Yeah, well, we're hoping to get the show back on the weekly path. Uh, So far, it's looking good. (laughs) <laughs> um, of well, course, at me for that. Yeah, yeah. looking good. Of I'm course, very busy. Of Rob's a very course, busy we've man. got uh, we've got Star Wars <laughs> coming up, which we're all going to go see, which I'm very excited for. All on the same day.
1: Yes, Woo! I have taken annual leave on the 14th, so oh. I don't have to go to work afterwards, so I can go home and sleep in a Star Wars coma.
2: <laughs> I won't. I'll be going straight to school. Yeah, Ugh. we're also Punisher is on the table for next week. If because. I think what you said, Jen, you might go back and give it a couple episodes, see if you can get through it, Mm. because like it's been out for about a week. I'm still about halfway through. I'm taking my time with this one. Yeah, I might
0: have Uh, to jump on the board, because Red Dwarfs finished, Rebels is on season break, mm. um, so I I finished Parks and Rec.
2: We could talk about
0: Crisis on... Earth what? X? Discovery. Discovery. We will to get to We will get to we Discovery. Get to Discovery. Yeah. We should get to Discovery. Not this-
1: and I'll hopefully see Orion Express at some point this week, because there ain't nothing else nope. in the movies um, at the moment. No. Wh- what's- well, it's
2: Coco. Coco?
0: I had yeah. no idea what
1: that was, what it was about, until you mentioned it before, and I went, okay. And Us. I Googled it, and it looks cool. That's,
0: mm. Yeah, wh- when we saw Shider they played Traders for Downsizing.
3: Oh, yes,
1: oh, that, that looks, looks bad. It looks really bad. Maybe and I want to like see that. that.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay, Wonder looks pretty good. Um, Great cast. And, and the other uh, one was a forgettable film oh, as well. Well, Owen oh, Wilson. <laughs> he's oh, doing yes, a
1: bit of a reconnaissance. He's doing a bit of a Matthew McConaughey nice. where he's like kind of doing some decent shit. Still yeah. being yeah. himself. But, yeah,
0: step away from the uh, the gross-out comedies. Um, yeah. We saw the tra- oh, we saw the trailer for Jumanji. Welcome to the. I'm Gunners.
1: sorry, but I really want to see that film, oh, and I'm yeah. really excited for that film. I'm sorry, I love Jumanji, and I don't give a shit. I, I had, had the board too. game, and it was terrible, and I loved it. I love Jumanji with Robin Williams. I know, and I have to step I have to, sep- I f- I have to pr- forget oh. that he's in it because I, then I start to think, mm, and yeah. I don't want to think. I just want to see this film because it just looks. It's, Stupid. It looks
0: yeah. absolutely stupid, and the only female character is dressed in the most. I know, but clothes. I
1: feel like she's, they're going to comment on that. I know yeah. that doesn't make it. I know better, it's a part of
2: the character.
0: But she plays, I feel like, the like she. Lara Croft type thing, there's a male.
1: So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'll wait and see. Karen
2: Gillan did say there's going to be some stuff in there, to, like. Not explaining, but kind of self-deprecating I, the costume Yeah,
0: but that's the thing. But I'm there going, sure, you could do the same thing with The Rock, but no, he's in full pants. Nah, true, he's yeah, true. I sure feel like he'll
1: lose him trip. at some point.
0: He'll lose the pants? I'm seeing it to okay, the, that, for the hope
1: that The Rock loses his pants. That's what <laughs> we're thinking, okay. Um, anyway, it looks dumb and fun, and I'm going to see it.
0: And they are using Welcome to the Jungle by... Yes. Guns and really
1: roses. funnily topical thought? isn't it yeah. it's gonna bring you
0: down oh, but they cut out the part that I really want cook <laughs> that's not in the trailer I want that to be in the trailer that's no the idea. only good song about that song Rob
1: has a lot of feelings about this film
0: yeah I know I'm really I angry think, about it I think we should review it I think we will it's on Boxing Day as well and yep. I have to go see my Boxing Day movie sorry, uh, Boxing, day. Boxing Day is the greatest um, day in the year a lot of people talk about you know Boxing Day Eve but yeah yeah, I'm not in the box. I agree with you. That's Jen. Christmas I'm day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't do in...
1: anything on Christmas day I... except eat, sleep and watch Rush Hour 3. Two, <laughs> Rush Hour 2. That's what I do every Christmas. Rush Hour 2,
0: really? A long Is that the Christmas Rush Hour? No. Okay. It's just, okay. It's just, not...
1: all the people in at my house on Christmas love that film, so we watch it. Well get out. Okay. Hmm. I
0: watch Die Hard. You got to watch. Yeah, well, that's I watch the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> You can even yep. say that with a straight face. I, I've so done that. Actually,
1: it's nearly December. T- twice. December is Christmas movies only for me.
3: Christmas movies? Oh, okay. Really? But, oh, not only. I think that.
1: Oh, not like know. at the cinema, but like yeah. every weekend we'll watch different Christmas nice. films. Yeah, we yeah, should cool. do
0: it. We should do a uh, a Christmas special where we mm. review all
1: the Christmas films. <laughs> <laughs> <movies.
3: laughs>
0: When's the Doctor <laughs> Who Christmas special? Oh, that's on Boxing Day. Yeah. yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. I'll do should
1: a we a that?
0: Yes, we are fucking definitely going to review Twice Upon a Time. The Doctor Who Christmas Special, the farewell episode to Peter Capaldi, and the hello to Jodie Whittaker. Gonna
1: cool. Is David Bradley going to be any good? Skip forward and watch that, won't I? See. Ah. Skip a lot forward. I'm still mid. Uh, oh, Matt Smith, oh, mate. You're so far behind. But it's fun though, because there's so much for me to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, Aren't you up, excited for me? You, I am. I can't remember. It's been a very long time since I've actually watched. it. I'm very it.
0: excited to see what you think of the start of season seven. <laughs> be, First I've, five episodes of my yeah, head. I
1: binged it for. Um, like I bought, I went and bought all the box set DVDs from, um, from Eggleston. Oh from yes. From then on, and I remember, watched yeah. it, and then I was watching it, and then I just kind of stopped and I haven't got back yeah well we've got a lot to get through
0: we've got all the plans there's a lot to get through a lot through for us to get through so what do you want us to get through what have (laughs) you been getting through what do you want to talk about Um, we've come to the end we may as well stop this otherwise we'll be going for hours and hours and I
1: really have to go toilet (laughs) happens every episode by the end of the episode I'm like
0: you gotta go toilet go
1: go toilet (laughs)
0: so what do you think Uh, send us your feedback about anything that we've talked about today anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like us to look at too send us an email at feedback.nerdout at gmail.com or on Facebook links are in the description check it out there um Anything you want us to review, just chuck us our way. Also, listen to us on iTunes and please review us, okay? Sandro put on a five star. I put on a five star. Which convincing, Jen, to give us a five star. No, well. I don't need convincing. You don't? <laughs> I give this show that I'm on five stars. Five,
1: stars. five um, out of five possible Goldblums. <laughs> yeah.
0: All the gold blooms and possibly even... We should change our
1: rating system again to just gold (laughs) (laughs) blooms.
0: So, yes, we could keep on talking for hours. We're going to keep on nerding out. And you know what you should do until next time we're here? You should nerd out too. You should
1: uh, nerd out too. Peace time. You are just listening to Nerd Out with Rob Lloyd, Jen Spears and Sandro Folt. This has been an improbable podcast production. We'd like to thank RTI and the Ace Radio Network for allowing us to record in their studios. The views expressed are those of the speaker and not necessarily reflect those of the other speakers, the studios or the network. The opening and closing music for the show is Denial by Dark Shadows. No copyright infringement towards any of the topics we discuss was intended. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time.